passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You're listening to the NWA, the Nubian Wrestling Advocates. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Yo. Miss Righteous Reg. It's a case for the safe, keep a space for the Nubians. Unfiltered, off-kilter, the professor, the godfather. Post-wrestling, the NWA, not no keep guessing, huh? The views and expressions, you know the rest, it's pop excellence, get the message. Advocates for Nubian wrestling, you're listening to the best again. Black wrestling in the ring, we invested in. Nubian kings and queens, we invested in. It's for the culture and we repping it. It's for the culture and we repping it. And welcome to the NWA podcast, the Nubian. Wrestling Advocates, the program all about getting color in the professional wrestling business. We are proudly presented by Post Wrestling, and we're back again, y'all, for our May episode. So, so many things happened this month, and and, and we are excited to talk about the biggest news stories from the month. So, uh, we're not going to waste any time. We're not going to dilly-dally. We're not going to delay. We're going to keep it moving. So, before we get to the biggest stories of the month, we have to let you know who we are. Of course, we are the advocates. I am the Godfather Nate Milton, aka your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster, and I am joined by a man that 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 so many of you know and love and respect. But he's also a man who's going through a rough time right now, folks. If if you follow the National Basketball Association, you know this brother. Much like Cody Devontae Rose is going through some hard times, if you will, with his Los Angeles Lakers. But we're not going to let that gloom and doom disrupt the show this week. So let me bring on the mayor pro tem of Los Angeles, California. Let me bring on the angry intellectual. Let me bring on the new co-host of the Kings of Sport podcast. There you go. Quick merch shot right there. The, <laughs> let me bring on a man that some people call Mimosa Chris, some people call Moderna Chris, but I just call the Professor Chris Ely. Can we rock? What's up, Doc? Hey, what's up? You do hear me, right? Yes, everybody can hear you loud and clear. So uh, right. I hope you can hear the people out there when, when they uh, are uh, uh, talking about this man, LeBron James, because I, I, I believe that's why you're probably feeling a little some type of way with, with your technical issues earlier, Chris, because because you, yeah. you, you got into it with the infamous hater, Jermaine from Chicago, before, <laughs> we, before we started the show tonight. So I hope everything is, is back to normal, brother. 
I don't know what's up with sports fans. I don't I don't know why we just can't keep it real. Like um we we've been doing this Kings of Sport thing. You've been doing it um for like 10 years now, right? Yep. I've been I've been riding with you on and off for about 10 years. Um and I don't ever remember one time uh doing this show um even when coach Tony Hill was there where we blame the refs for <laughs> losses or anything like that. You know, it's like your team loses, you take it in stride and you move on. Um, and not everyone does that, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. um, and uh, as far as uh, Jermaine's hating ass, um, <laughs> like all I ask is when we do, when we talk sports, just keep it real. You don't have to like LeBron James. You don't have to like him, but you, you got to acknowledge the dude. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just, just acknowledge the fact that he is uh, the best at what he does, you know, currently, mm. you know, absolutely. And, and you know what, Chris, you talk about being the best at what you do and one of the best at what he does has joined us. He is our nephew, ladies and gentlemen. He is one of the finest journalists in the game right now. But most importantly, he is our nephew. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for the youngest in charge, Andrew Thompson, once again. What's good, AD? Can you hear me all good, sir? We can hear you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Hey, man, I'm I'm looking at the game right now, and I I just pulled it up on my my, my Google. So it's a Mm -hmm. a four-hour flight from Los Angeles to Cancun. So it it, 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 it ain't going to be that far. It ain't gonna be that bad of a trip. It's a ten point difference with like in the very first quarter, so or the second quarter was it the first? Yeah, it's a, it's the second quarter right now. The second, so yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. We'll, 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 we'll get one, I'm sure, especially since the the Celtics just lost two home games. Oh yeah, um, I don't think the law of averages is against us today. I don't yeah. see the Lakers and the Celtics. Uh, losing two home games, you know. That, we that, end up with heat nuggets. That that is the series Adam Silver does not want. Andrew, I, I, I saw somebody tweet out. Uh, I, I think it was my guy uh, Rich Staples, who I used to uh, yeah. I used to write um I used to write on the site with him, and he said he said they gonna stream that that Nuggets uh, Heat Finals on Paramount Plus. Ah! Right, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's funny because um if you you can't claim the um. If if the Nuggets and the Heat do make it to the fi- to the finals, people got to stop with that referee blaming shit uh, because nobody in the NBA wants that series, you know. Mm. So I'm just I'm just saying, man. That is true. That is true. But you <laughs> know what we want. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Andrew. No, I was about to say, brother Nate. I know you're probably about to lead into it with your with your wonderful introduction. It's a lot of news, brother. Yes. A lot of news, man. That's, a, that's exactly where I was going, Andrew, because, we, <laughs> you know, Heat Nuggets is probably something that nobody outside of Miami and Denver won't. But, but what everybody wants is the NWA podcast to get into this news, Andrew. And for those watching live on Saturday night, if you want to get into the conversation, if you want to have your voice heard, make sure to leave us some comments. But if you want to jump to the front of the line, if you want to be a VIP, uh, then, then hit us with that super chat. 
hit that super chat button and we will get to your comments and questions and thoughts first. Uh, but Andrew, as you mentioned, we got a lot to get into, um, a lot that has happened, a lot that is on the horizon. So, you know, uh, I, I give you, uh, I give you the control of the show, brother. Uh, let, let's get into this news. Man, it's, it's, it's so much going on there. I, I can't even, can't get, like, it's like every time we do the podcast, like the next day, some some happened, and then the week after that, something else happened, and then next thing you know, come uh, the next NBA podcast, we got about eighty million things to talk about. It's and and, and 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 one of those things that we we we're gonna talk, we're gonna say this for later. We're gonna say this for later. But one of those things, uh, so somebody that's a reoccurring topic on this show, mm. uh, that man Phil Brooks, aka CM Punk, he done done it again. They he back in the muffin news. man did it he again. Back, he back in the news. <laughs> 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 but but we 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 go we gonna start off man with uh that good sister Trinity Fatu she yes. is she she is an impact wrestling though she debuted at the tapings in late April in, in Illinois um uh, d- d- just a quick little connection right there that man Phil Brooks is in attendance we we, we gonna talk we gonna mm-hmm. talk about we gonna talk about him later but uh yeah Trinity appeared in front of the crowd man got a, a warm welcome as expected uh, she ended up in the segment with Jordan Grace and uh, Impact Knockouts World Champion uh, Deanna Perrazzo. um. Yeah, uh, Trinity had a great showing against her, and she had a match. I think it aired this past Thursday um, against Kyla King. had a, Had a really mm-hmm. great showing. A lot of you know rave reviews for Trinity. Uh, a, a nice showing for her. Her in ring debut. You know, she revealed that she is going to be with Impact. Uh, I, she then she posted it on her Twitter. I believe she posted it on her Twitter that she posted like her schedule, her layout for the you know the forthcoming months. And she's going to be with them through July, man, through the uh, Slammiversary pay per view and at the you know they post um, post pay per view television tapings. Uh, they I don't know if you had them start off, but you I don't know if you had the opportunity see the full match, but I'm, I'm pretty sure you probably saw clips and highlights and, yeah. and all, and all, all type of you, uh, enough to where you probably know what went on, even if you didn't get the opportunity to see it. Cause it was, it was all over the place, man. And uh, I, I wanted to get your reset your idea. I mean, your thoughts about, you know, the reception of Trinity coming in, um, you know, her revealing that she's going to be with impact through the summer, uh, through most of the summer and the note that uh, Mercedes Monet was, was in attendance and she's the one that bought all the glow sticks for the crowd to have for Trinity's, uh, her first, uh, I think, it's before her in ring entrance. So she she was the one that you know gave the whole crowd all the, you know, yep. so 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 the, to the added to the vision, yeah. yeah. So so added to the visual effect of it uh, when she debuted. So yeah, just your general thoughts about all that. First thing, nephew, uh, uh, and I'll put this question to Chris as well. Do you do you know what you call that when when you you fly into town and and you you not only are there physically but but you you enhance your friend and, and you support your friend do you know what that's called fellas in this case sisterhood okay andrew um, says sisterhood chris what you call it um i got nothing what what is it wow the, the professor this laker series really uh-huh. has affected the professor <laughs> but we get, get, get ready for that l Chris yeah. a little shook right now, but but yeah, Andrew, <laughs> sisterhood is a great word, but I'll take it even one step further. That was a great display of unity because nah. that's that's what we've been talking about this whole time with these two, right? Right. Like just the way they supported each other, man. And and mm-hmm. so while I haven't seen the full match yet, Andrew, I did see like her debut in Impact, and I thought Trinity, you basically you basically saw it. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, I think Trinity just look com- comes off as a star in this mm-hmm. company right like it's and we know impact has a certain ceiling andrew in terms of mainstream views like it's at a level where the shows are consistently good mm-hmm. but because of the damage done to this brand for years mm-hmm. it's it's at a certain level but i think this is a good spot for trinity and it's good to know that she'll be here through anniversary. i hope the company takes advantage of her while she's here that presence that that 
interest that she can pique in some of the audience. And yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what they do with her and to see what she does with this company, man, because we know she's good. We know she's talented and I'm, I'm happy for her, man. Like just cause you know, we all know the kind of the perception that some of the audience had about her and Mercedes when they walked out of WWE. Still, still. Right, that, that persists to this day. And so to see both of these sisters out here not only surviving but thriving right. and flourishing, I, I love it, man. Hey, hey, Chris, I actually wanted to uh, throw this to you. Uh, you know, we, we just, Nate, Nate just said, went into the, uh, the the reception that Trinity got when she came to Impact. I actually want to get your thoughts about, you know, Deanna Peraza, who's the Impact uh, Knockouts World Champion. She had some comments about Trinity. She said this. Uh, on an interview with Straight Talk Wrestling, she said, I mean, uh, Trinity Fatu coming in really throws our mix of women and elevates us all completely. And I said to Trinity live in the ring, I know exactly how you're feeling and I do. That was genuine because it's scary to go out and myself prior to Impact didn't know if I wanted to wrestle anymore or didn't know if this was for me or if I did or if I did have a passion for this. And I really feel like she chose the right place in coming to Impact Wrestling because there's no right and wrong here. Y'all here getting opportunities and making history and getting opportunities to be whoever you want to be. And I'm so excited for Trinity to see who she chooses to become and how she elevates our division and eventually if we do meet down the road whether it's for the knockouts world championship or not how in turn she's going to elevate me because i know she will without a doubt uh chris your comments on that and in addition to that chris we are a f- we, we we already passed it but like we are a few days uh few, few days after the uh one year anniversary of mercedes and trinity walking out mm-hmm. uh j- j- just your overall thoughts on you know deanna's comments and you know us being a full year and, and both and with Mercedes and Trinity are you know Mercedes. She's competing uh, tomorrow night for the first ever NJPW Strong Women's Championship. I think it's a safe bet that she that she just she might get that strap, Chris. But uh, just, but yeah, just going back to Trinity, just your overall thoughts on that man, and, and you know how 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 you feel about things a, a four year removed uh, from the walkout. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw this segment on uh, Impact. I, I do tape Impact. I just don't watch it every week, but I yeah. made it my business to um to watch that segment. Um, you could tell there was a little nerves there, but it wasn't anything like bad. The, the crowd. Yeah, like good um, nerves. React- yeah. Yeah. They reacted to her. Um, great. Um, she did feel like uh, the biggest star in uh, impact because l- let's keep it real. She is the biggest star in impact <laughs> at the moment. Um, it, it just is the lay of the land right now. I think that impact is a good place for her, whether she's going to stay there long-term or whether it's um, just kind of like um, a place to rekindle her love for uh, wrestling Mm. before she goes back to WWE or goes to NWA. Um, I'm flashing back to the NWA TNA days. <laughs> Billy Corgan uh, gave it Chris the scoops. The, 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 <laughs> she, whether she stays in Impact, right? It doesn't. Um, what, whatever she does, I think right. this. I, I think Impact is a good um, transition, or if it's going to be a good permanent home for. Her. I think it's it's good. I mean. TNA needs all the like mulligans it could get. Um, it's it's better than it's been before. I mean, we've seen TNA at rock bottom. We've mm. seen Impact at rock bottom. Um, that's not where they're at right now. I think they've kind of settled into what their role is going to be in wrestling. 
Um, so um, I, I think it's uh, like you can argue they've been consistently good for yeah. at least the last three to five years. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, yeah, that, yeah. That's a good timeline. Yeah, yeah. I, I like my whole thing with M- impact is, and I would I would concede that point too because from what I've watched of it is, I mean, it's like you were saying earlier, Nate, it's such a tarnished brand, mm-hmm. and uh, they've got to uh, build up a lot of goodwill um, with fans, um, and um, I just think, um, you know, I just think it's like um, the best she can do at at this current moment, and I, and I don't like fans on the internet assuming that um, AEW didn't want her and WWE didn't want her because I've I've talked to a couple people that I know in AEW that have told me they vouched for um, Trinity. So Mm -hmm. um, I I know that. So I know there are people that if she were to go to AEW that would love to have her. And I'm sure WWE would love to have her back too. Yeah. We can all recognize that that situation um, that happened in WWE last year, whether you love it or hate it or you thought they were unprofessional or you thought they were this or you thought they were that, um, those women didn't act out until that moment. And it wasn't like they just all of a sudden got back creative and then went crazy. It was a culmination. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. they they played so many games with Sasha um, Mercedes for like, you know, having her, giving her like one week title reigns and crap like that. Um, They they played games with, uh, with, um, with Trinity. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's just what it is. So the frustration hit its uh, peak, hit its crescendo, and they walked out. And they haven't told anybody. And unless you've talked to them personally, um, none of us know what the hell's going on. And it, and I, I like it that way personally. Mm-hmm. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't need to know what they did. I'd like to know, but I'm not like like climbing for it. I'm yeah. I like the fact that a bunch of dweebs on the internet are <laughs> mad that they haven't given any uh, internet, any hey, in, interview or whatever. I'm about so. to say, I'm about to say, Chris, and to your point, when I, I think what that means, like they, they can, I mean, I, I, you, I, I think they would have every right to go out there and, you know, they, they, they could shit on WWE. <laughs> and, and I, I yeah. think they, they would get a lot of praise for that. Um, but, yeah. but I, but I, I think they, I, I, I honestly, I, I think that them, coming out and you know choosing not to publicly speak on it and so to keep it to themselves and keep it with amongst those who are in the know i think it makes yeah. them look bigger than uh wwe yes. when it comes to that exact situation it makes them they look like the bigger people they took the high road bro. and a lot bro let me tell you something bro black folk we done took the high road plenty of times yeah. a lot of times <laughs> too too many times yeah. But, but but I I think in this specific situation, I think that they I think it's worked out and they benefit. Honestly, like mm-hmm. even looking at it just from not a non wrestling well, I mean it isn't a wrestling aspect, but like it, it builds intrigue. Like it's people always gonna wanna know. And the yeah. longer and the longer you keep it to yourself, like shit, right. you never you know what I'm saying? They they could I'm I'm not saying they're using that for they 
they they, they they there's a chance they uh you know an opportunity to use that to like you know right to t- tell it in a book or you know right. anything or a platform yeah. like that if they if they were to choose to go that route you know what i'm saying like that's a you know, yeah, they, keep, keep keep it to yourself type of thing until you know you're ready to broadcast it to where it like if you want to just spill this entire thing, at least you will be able to benefit from it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I think that was a cool thing. But like just um, but just on the impact front, real quick, I think that when they said, I think that impact has been like consistently like really good product for like the last three to five years. Like I even look back at that um Slammiversary 2018 pay per view that they had, but that was one of the best pay per views of the year. She arguably probably the best pay per view. Other year, it was a lot of like great wrestling that year. So, but I'm I'm pretty sure this. Uh, but but I I think that impact they had one of the best reviews that year, and they 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 sort of built on that. Um, mm-hmm. you know, since you know they had a little slip up, you know, with uh with with Tessa, who's on her apology tour right now. Yeah, uh, but but uh, <laughs> but um, but even that, like the but, like it wasn't Impact's fault that they yeah, slipped but, up. But, like but, that was yeah, a well built show. Yeah, it wasn't Impact fault. They they I still remember me and you did that podcast. We was, yeah, believe that uh that you know she 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 was uh. What, 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 what's that saying that people do when they uh, she, she was going she was going through it without without acknowledging anything else that was on the you know that was on the rear end or whatever like that but um but yeah, yeah Tr- Tr- Trinity and Impact man I, I think that's a that's a great spot for her I think that she's gonna thrive in Impact I think that they're gonna book her well when you're talking about um coming into a company when you're looking at AEW or Impact honestly but I I think that Impact was the was the better choice right now because I think yes. that she came in she's going to be yeah. featured immediately she is the biggest right. like name right. value talent that they got shit bet probably in the mid in the men's division too like she's the biggest name value in terms yeah. of like star that is like sort of some so somewhat crossed over into that audience that is not that like solely wrestling fans like she right. you know of course she was on the total diva show so like that that was a different yeah. audience as well so, so i think that trinity coming in like they they treating her like a big deal like they was yeah like when, when like when this when the spoilers got out they was you know posting clips and you know hyping mm-hmm. the debut like they mm-hmm. it, but because of the reaction that she got from the spoilers they had no choice but to you know like we, we got to jump on this like, right pr- promoter this right. week let's get her out there and she got all the graphics or you know all her schedules lined out and stuff like that so they they treating her like a big deal i i think that for right now they're going to keep it I think that this situation that they got going right now in terms of like there being like it's just from now until Slammiversary, I think that's just, um, you, you know, them, you, well, well, maybe not even them, just her not trying to like lock herself into something exactly. long term. Exactly. Yeah. You know, j- just keep it formal. You know what I'm saying? We can do this. Let's get these dates. And then after that day, after the Slammiversary, we can figure out what's next and we can see what's going on with that. Gives her options, I, gives her leverage. I, I, I think yeah. that if she opts to resign, they gonna put the title on her, and 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 honestly, from a from an impact standpoint, that's a smart move. Like you can you can get these high caliber or or, or or you can get these programs in with Trinity right now, and you know it don't gotta be for the title. It can just be you know get, get her because she she gonna get TV time as she you know as we obviously saying yes. right now. You gonna get uh-huh. that she as she's facing uh Giselle Shaw at the Under Siege pay per view next uh Under Siege event uh next week. So mm-hmm. you, you you get these programs in, slowly build it, let her get some mic time, TV time, and then give her a big program for Slammiversary shit. Maybe have yeah. even challenge the title. And if she chooses <clears throat> to resign, yep. then you can go back into it, and then we can talk about a potential title run leading to the Bound for Glory. And you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's it's just smart business on both sides. But yeah, it's it's cool to see uh the, the hear that note about Mercedes paying for the glow sticks because that 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 really o- added to the overall you know right. presentation of the interest, yeah. man. So. Yeah, shout out the uh, shout out the Trinity man. I, I think and, she's gonna do some great things in Impact. And she can make herself a hotter commodity than she already is in Impact. You know, 
Because she hasn't been on uh, wrestling for a little bit over a year now. Yeah, yeah, know? Chris. So she, year, can, so she can um, have, like, good matches and impact, and that'll catch buzz. Um, and then if she does decide to um, go to one of the big two, um, she she's going to be hotter than she was before she left, you know. Um, I kind of feel like something like that was probably missing um, from um, from Paige's um, return to the mainstream. You know, it's just um, mm-hmm. not not she 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 was hot when she got there, but I don't think um, uh, AEW kept her hot. You know, that's just my opinion. Uh, but and I but I think that um, like. Uh, and there's less room on AEW's roster to right, yeah. get somebody hot and feature them like Trinity right. is going to be featured on. Yeah, because AEW still doesn't like they they like all the women in that company right now that don't work for ROH are in the same exact storyline yeah. except well, for Jade. Jade is a little bit on the periphery, but I think mm. she's going to be involved in that eventually too. You know, it's like. <laughs> Because yeah. I was about to say, like, when you were pointing about ROH, but the ROH, ROH women's division, they all look very well, bro. Like, very yeah. well. Like, like, Athena is, like, killing it right now. Yeah, like, like and, they, they... and that does make me question, like, is TK running ROH I, but, no, 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 he 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 is, bro. I, I think it's just a thing of, like, television. Like, ROH is not right. on television, so he can just... You know what I'm saying? You can just do whatever you right, want to do, right. and like you don't got to worry about ratings and and this and that. Like he can just book how he wants to book, and I think I think that's why you see the women's division and you see these like this influx of like new faces and different people and different mashups. I think that's why it sort of flows better than the television product because there's a lot of different factors that you got to worry about when it comes to the television aspect. But with Ring of Honor, you just this is just a straight wrestling product. Products. Yeah. So we can just hey, let's throw this out there and let's get this going, and we can do this and X, Y, and Z. I, I think it's just a much more smoother process opposed to you know what we give the television. But like on the tele, like on the television aspect, like it, it seems like it has it, sort of been the formula for a while now. Um, and 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 people in the division have said this, like Britt Baker and, and those alike. They've they've spoken about this. Um, like it, it, you 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 bring people in, they debut, get a hot program for a little bit, and then they get cycled out. And then, like you have your yeah. your 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 mainstays in the division, who um, you know they they can get in the storyline, and then you know that'll be going for like four or five months, and then they'll get cycled out, and then you bring the next crop in, and then it's like a rinse and repeat type thing. And, and honestly, like I, I know we're going to we get into this later with the uh, the collision show coming up. I think that'll mm. be beneficial as well um, to a lot of talents that don't really get the chance to get featured on Dynamite on a right. you know on a, on a program that's promoted more, but. Yeah, because I, I definitely think you got a valid point with the um, you know, the the, the in, in terms of like the, the the booking of the um women's division, but I, I don't think it's like as a uh like cut and dry. It's just like you know, like it, it, it's just a matter of like I, I think it's just the the whole like again like the whole television aspect of it, and you know, versus ROH when you can just you know do as do as you please and and, and make it a more you know fluid right. product, fluid product. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. but uh, mm-hmm. and, and it. You, you would, Chris. Before we move to the next star, uh, story, um, can we? Can I? Um, I want to give a shout out to um, Will Washington. Um, yeah, man. Who, who, salute, um, salute. Yeah, yeah. Who works? Um, who used to work for uh, Fightful? Um, I met him in LA 
when okay. he was out here. I, I, we didn't really get to do a lot of long. I was not feeling well. That's when you was you was going on <laughs> yeah. mimosas. No, I was, Omas. I was I was gone <laughs> off of um, I don't even know what it was, but I just I was sick the the day before and the day before that. Um and I wasn't filling one hundred percent at Andreas's event. So um but Shut yeah Andreas Hale. Yes, but he's working for um uh uh AEW now. Um mm-hmm. and um I th- I think that's a good hire of AEW just yeah. um uh, just just I wanted to get that out there. Um, because I mean, I think a lot of people in uh, wrestling media don't know that, like most of us, are cool friends with each other, or at least cool with each other, right? They always think that there's like some inner battles, like the the ones we don't, <laughs> we don't get along with. We, I think, I don't think we're. <laughs> shy about saying that there, there are reasons there are yeah. legitimate reasons why we don't get along with said individuals or unsaid right, individuals yeah. <laughs> or, or, or redacted individuals and that's all I'm yeah gonna say. yeah yeah coach tony hill coach tony hill. coach tony hill yes yeah <laughs> but no, yeah salute the will man that's that's, that's, that's big news i uh, will wash yes sir yeah yeah so i just wanted to to do that uh, real quick i would have did it at the beginning of the show but i logged like the the uh, StreamYard people was giving me crap um, before I got on this thing. Um, oh, Miles is blocking crazy. the signal. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, some, some unfortunate news, man, uh, happened this week. Uh, superstar Billy Graham mm. passed away at the age of 79. Uh, his wife, Valerie, you know, she continuously right. provided updates yeah. on him through Facebook, you know, for, for months on, on top of months. And, you know, he had recently been placed on uh, life support. Uh, he had been dealing with an infection that spread to his bones. Um, and, you know, he unfortunately, you know, uh, passed away. Uh, a, a lot of praise for, for, for Superstar over the past week. Mm-hmm. Uh, legends and, and fellow wrestlers and those, and those alike, uh, you know, shared tributes about him. Uh, Nate Chris, any, you know, any memories about um, about the career and the, and, and the life about the late uh, Superstar Billy Graham? Uh, yeah, I'll go first, Chris. Yeah. yeah like, uh, so for me, like his in-ring career, like that was pretty much done by the time I started really mm-hmm. watching wrestling. But you know, being able to go back and watch, you know, some of these matches, some of these promos and just like it's he was a superstar, like dude popped off the screen when you saw him and and was so influential when you think of guys that would come along after him, like uh, a Scott Steiner, like uh, Terry Bollea, Terrence from Florida. Well, you want to. How you want to acknowledge that man? Um, hey, 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 real quick, did you see they covered his uh his scandal on the TNT show Rich and Shameless? Yes, did you see that? Yeah, yeah. Hogan yeah, yeah. I'm, ta- I'm yeah. taping it, so I'm gonna watch it later. Yeah, that that show's not bad. I watched the Bison Dele episode. That was, I yeah, watch that, too. No, that was nuts. The Bison Dele episode where he got lost at sea and stuff, was, and then the, sad, uh, one with that Joe Francis knob. Uh, yeah, that was a great show by TNT. Yes, uh, but yeah, Superstar Billy Graham, like he was one of those guys that really, I think, Andrew, you could say maybe his best uh, defining accomplishment besides, you know, just being this larger-than-life character, being this guy that a lot of people cheered for or, or booed uh, or being this guy that won all these championships. I think when you look at Superstar Billy Graham, to me his legacy is going to be he kind of ushered in a new era or was one of those guys that helped usher in a new era of professional wrestling where 
prior to superstar Billy Graham, you had characters, but you also had like a lot of dudes that were just like Joe boots and tights. <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna wrestle. I'm Vern Gagne, and we're gonna wrestle the Vern Gagne way. I don't know why I just took a shot at Vern Gagne. Why Vern Gagne out here catching strays on the <laughs> NWA podcast? He's like fifty He's like, fuck me. Why fuck me? Like, sorry, Vern. Uh, I don't I don't know Vern Gagne though. So who knows? He, he could be a terrible person. I think um, bring him on the podcast. Yeah, we go Vern next, next episode. Vern Gagne. Gagne. Next month, we can settle the beef. Uh, but but I feel like you had like a lot of guys that were just wrestlers, Andrew. And people like superstar Billy Graham really brought that theatrical aspect to the, of the sport to the forefront. And so, you know, his accomplishments, his achievements, his influence uh, on the business can't be denied, Chris. No, it can't be. Um, like, um, if you're talking about his wrestling career, yeah, he was – everybody, like, ripped him off. Hulk Hogan mm-hmm. did. Jesse Ventura did. Scott Steiner did. Mm. Um Everybody ripped him off in some in some way, shape, or form. Uh, he was a you. You could definitely say that he was um, ahead of his time. Um, when you're coming from like um, like because wrestling was never flashy uh, the way that it was when um, Billy Graham was there. You did have your gorgeous George types and stuff, right? Um, but that was like, and, and, and Gorgeous George kind of relied on some really, um, like very dated, um, mm-hmm. stereotypes. Nothing wouldn't play like, well today. Yeah, by today's standards. And, uh, Billy Graham was, was, was just a, a great, uh, like, um, ta- character, um, back in his day um you could you could say what you want about his wrestling but from a very um from a sheer character standpoint right um he was good um they did try him out on commentary at the first SummerSlam. he wasn't the greatest at that um so but and that's just how it goes in wrestling you, you could be great on the mic but you might not be great at commentary or you might be mm-hmm. a great interviewer but you might not be great um like on the fly, just doing stuff like be quick with it like that. Um, and I'll spend a little bit of time talking about his um, his uh, post wrestling career because we, you know, he was we he was on the Donahue show in that famous episode. I think it's still on YouTube with uh, Vince McMahon and Dave Meltzer. And all that, and he, you know, he's making some pretty serious claims about WWE back then. Um, and um, he's kind of gone back and forth with WWE over the years. Um, always like just not consistent. He's he went into the WWE Hall of Fame, then he sold his WWE Hall of Fame ring. Hey, mm. I, I don't blame <laughs> him for that at all. But he he did sell the motherfucker. He just you know got got the ring, got some cash for it. Had the health issues. Um, he's had them for a long time. I remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, my uncle said that. Um, he said like because I remember in two thousand five. Um, he, when he he first said he was uh, dying. Um, um, or he was. Um, but but he bought a. a a plot next to Eddie Guerrero's um, in Arizona. And then um, he just 
live for another, you know, <laughs> what year is this? 2023. 20, so 18 years. He, yeah. he, was, he stuck around, man. So, um, nice. my, uh, he was too sweet to be silent, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. My uncle had, had a joke about when he first said that he said, when he when he announced he was dying in two thousand five, and then someone else in one of the groups—I'm not going to name that person—but my uncle said, my uncle was like, "Man, that dude been dying since that Geraldo show." Uh, or or <laughs> I think he said Geraldo. I think he meant Donahue. He meant Donahue. Yeah, but he was like, "You've been dying since that Geraldo show," and I it just I remember hysterically laughing at that. But um, yeah, he, he he's got a a complicated legacy like a mm-hmm. lot of us do um but um i think for the most part uh billy graham's contributions to wrestling um are far more positive than they are negative yeah. you know he went through the things that a lot of wrestlers of his day went through you know um and um the wrestling industry could have been better to him you yeah. know, um, and, um, you know, and maybe he could have, um, been better to the wrestling industry because, um, he got chances that on top of chances, on top of chances that I don't think Vince would give to a lot of people, you know? Yeah. Sure. I think Andrew, real quick, because, you know, he was superstar was a little bit before me and Chris's times, definitely way before your time. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, so what as as a young buck, as somebody who you know came up uh watching uh Planet 51 by Jorge Blanco, you know, young young brother out here on these streets, uh, what what are some things going back and watching uh some of Superstar Billy Graham's work or hearing people talk about Superstar Billy Graham or reading about Superstar Billy Graham? Like, what was your impression of the man? Uh, I mean, all, all I can do is like really go off of like what I heard. I didn't like necessarily go back and like watch um, mm-hmm. much of like Superstars work, but like I recently listened to it. And if I was covering some stuff with Post and I heard uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin talking about him and he felt that uh, like yeah, a, a way that he phrased it was he felt Superstars should have been the first uh, the first Stone Cold in terms of like popularity of somebody mm-hmm. that could have blew up. Like yeah. you mentioned, um, like I, I think he was talking about how Vince Sr., I think when Superstar was like, uh, he, he was a heel and he was like sort of, the, the crowd was like really starting to get behind him and they was like, a, like re- really, you know, lifting him up. And, and, but for some reason they, they never like necessarily pulled the trigger on him in terms of like mm-hmm. that big baby face run at that specific time. Right. And, um, you know, you know, you hear a lot of, a lot of different wrestlers this week. I saw a lot of different tributes and, you know, everybody was talking about like how he was a big influence and, you know, he, I saw some of what, uh, with Chris, um, Chris mentioned about how, like how a lot of wrestlers got their style from him, they got their presentation from him. You know, mm-hmm. one that I saw consistently was that man Terry out in Florida. Yes, mm-hmm. um, who, who, who we ain't got no love for in this NWA podcast. Let me just say that. <laughs> we gonna say that right. We ain't got no love for Terry, yeah. he, even though he got a little show on uh, TNT or whatever like that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but yeah, man, that, that, that's all I, uh, you know, pretty much knew about Billy Graham. Now, of course, I you know read and 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 read and you know uncover more as I uh, covered you know, his um, health issues over the past, mm-hmm. you know, months or so on post-wrestling. And it was very um, sad to see his wife have to, you know, consistently update the health, uh, I mean, uh, update people on his health. You know, that's very strong of her to do. Uh, but, you know, it's very sad that, like, that the updates seem like seemingly got worse over yeah, time. So, yeah. so, so, you know, you, you never want to hear stuff like that. And then when you, I think when she posted a thing about um, 
you know, the infection, you know, I think it was a, um, you know, it had spread to his bones and stuff like that. Like you, you never want to hear that for, um, for, yeah, for anybody. Yeah. And then, you know, you read about the, you know, him being placed on life support and, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's sad, man, to, to, to see, you know, I'm pretty sure it's sad for anybody to watch the, you know, decline of a, of a loved one like that, right. you know, just go past. So, um, you know, my, my condolences and, you know, I was pretty sure I can speak for all of us when I say, you know, my condolences to his, uh, his family, his friends and his loved ones and to all the fans of, of Billy oh, Graham. Definitely. Right. And and I do want to say this as well, because that was kind of a running joke online about Billy Graham was that um, he about he <clears throat> never really passing away, but um, he was likely dying since the day he first admitted, said that he was dying, you know, since mm-hmm. probably those 90s days, because I mean, those steroids messed him up pretty bad, you know, and sometimes like the um the biggest nightmare is you is you go through this torturous thing and you don't like and you have to live with it for a long long time which is what something billy graham did you know he he lived and he just did not um like i don't think ever since he retired i don't think he was ever 100% healthy yeah. Ever. He was probably going on like 50% health most days, even when he got into the WWE Hall of Fame back in 04. Um mm. he he was not a he was not um he, he he pulled through, but it wasn't like um he was like the most healthy spry person on the planet, you know. Yeah. For sure, for sure. But yeah, uh, they did salute, just salute to that man, superstar Billy Graham. Yeah, I was about to say just, just to reiterate one last time, man. Uh, condolences to Billy Graham's family, friends, and his loved ones, and all the fans out there. The superstar, man. I'm pretty sure he made a great, great impact on a lot of people. You know, we're gonna th- throw one last dig at Terry. You know, one, 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 one last, one last little dig at Terry. I always got to throw the digs at Terry, man. But uh, look at that. We get, get, oh, we get, got an update. Get, we getting them updates? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm keeping him up, man. He does. Three point game last I checked. So. Oh, bra- bracing for that L. It's coming. Real quick, uh, we see a lot of people in the chat. We appreciate y'all chatting. If you want to get your opinion to the front of the line, hit the super chat button. Uh, But I saw uh, a name, Chris, that should be familiar to you and I. Uh, Ray Williams is in the chat, so salute to brother Ray. And the reason Ray Williams' name up, Andrew Thompson, is because Ray Williams uh, is now a member of the uh, Kings of Sport team. He's a member of the Kings of Sport franchise. So. Chris, the reboot, uh, the rebooted version. The reboot. Kings of Sport 2.0. We go on polka dots and stuff out here. 2.0. Uh, but but yeah. yeah, so for those that didn't know, before Andrew gets to the next story, uh, we got a new episode of the Kings of Sport out, and Chris is now the official co-host of the Kings of Sport podcast, taking over to that mantle from Marcus Vandenberg. So we appreciate you, Chris, for stepping up. And also, uh, you know, got to hit the plug here. Hey, okay, the we merch. We got okay. merch coming out, so so stay tuned <laughs> for the merch. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so we 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 back. We back up. Andrew Thompson, yeah. the Kings of Sport podcast is back in full effect. Uh, we got Chris riding shotgun. Ray is part of the team, uh, and and eventually when we can get schedules worked out, Andrew, we definitely want hey, man, you hey, to hey, be man. a part of this too, brother. For for sure, you you know I'm down to make some guest spots, man. For sure, I'm always down to help help y'all go. Then I, I much prefer you in the uh, Kings of Sport shirt than that damn Cody shirt. That's hey, that's I for got sure. the Cody <laughs> shirt right over there in the closet. I can go get it. <laughs> we're we gonna we go see Nate block out from the uh, podcast. He's gonna come back with, 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 with the Devon. The, 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 the make him say, uh, 
And speaking of Devontae, who, yes. uh, who who was who was headlining the backlash pay per view. Let's talk the, about the, the show. The, 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 the per- we, we, we ain't got to like get into like the nitty gritty of the show because I mean it was it was a lot of stuff that went on. But there, there's one man mm. who was the cover who was the cover for the NWA podcast I believe mm. this week who showed out man uh, Grammy award winning artist most streamed artist in the world. Bad Bunny came out. Uh, he had his uh, San Juan street fight. Of course, this backlash heavy took place from San Juan, Puerto Rico. I just wanted to mention that real quick. And Bad Bunny had his San Juan street fight against that man, Damian Priest. Um, and the crowd for this show was absolutely buzzing the whole night. We saw it for the EO Sky and, uh, yep. and, and, and EO Sky and, and Bianca Belair match. I know we talked about that when we was on uh, True Hill Heat with SP3, uh, I believe, rather Nate. And um, yeah, yeah, man, this crowd was hot for it. And, and Bad Bunny showed out and, and Damian Priest showed out as well. Um, no, I, I think that when you look at it, when it comes to like WWE, when it comes to like the, the, the pompous circumstance, when they on, they on, bro. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? When they on, they, they mm-hmm. definitely on. And, um, like that, that match feature, you know, we got mega, mega pops, mega, mega pops yeah. from, from, from Carlito and, and, and the Allen legend, Savio Vega came out there. Boy, you, boy, you, boy, you, boy, you, you thought Jesus walked out that Joe the way they, was, <laughs> the, way they the, the way they was acting about Savio, he. He he got two mega pops when he showed up the first uh first pop when he handed the Kindle stick the bad yep, money yep, and uh yeah. he got he got another another pop when you know when he came out for the uh you know for the for the 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 the, the, the physical portion uh, of the match between uh bad money and Damian Priest man but uh Nate, Nate I want to start with you first man what would we, we can uh you know sort of uh, weave in your thoughts about bad money while talking about the overall event but talk about like the crowd the overall atmosphere man and and, and you know bad money going out there and you know he. Dude, dude, dude was killing it, man. Killing him and Dan Priest. I love this show, man. Like, I feel like when we get to the end of the year, this is probably going to be one of those shows I go back to and, and talk about because, as you mentioned, when WWE chooses to do it big, they can do it big. Mm-hmm. But I think this was even a little bit different from some of their other big shows because one of the topics we've talked about from time to time on the NWA podcast, Chris and Andrew, uh, mm-hmm. is how do you deal with people's cultures in this company and sometimes you get stereotypes sometimes you get cultural appropriation what i think we saw in san juan a couple weeks ago was cultural appreciation because that atmosphere like and i said it when i was on true hill heat like i think you only get that atmosphere in two places and that is san juan and brooklyn and (laughs) and that's it nowhere else you're gonna get that atmosphere and and in brooklyn it's only if you let the puerto rican brothers and sisters get first ticket That atmosphere was crazy. So I think when you look at that Bad Bunny match and some of the other matches on the card, I'm sure we'll talk about Chris's favorite match of the night here in a little bit, Andrew. But I thought they did a really good job of playing into and playing up to what that crowd wanted, giving the people what they want. It's a crazy concept, Andrew. If you set something up, give people what they want, they're going to respond positively. Who would have thought? And so when you saw uh, Zelina Vega get that reaction, when you saw – uh, you know, uh, Bad Bunny and mm. Savio and uh, Carlito. Carlito get that reaction. Like it, the only thing I would have done differently is maybe, and I, you know, we love Devontae on the show, uh, Andrew. The only yeah. thing I would might have done differently is made that the main event because how the hell are you gonna follow that? Like even with Brock and Cody. So, so I'm about to say just to chime in, I, I I had heard this from um uh uh um um. Adrian Hernandez, he's a mm-hmm. um, he's an interviewer. He was um, I think I had read some about it on um, on Twitter where he 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 sort of he he was there at the event, 
And he was like, he said, I, I believe he said the reason that Bad Bunny went on when he went on and when all that happened was because so they can get. Brian Campbell, so, PR, HQVD. Sorry, H-Q-V-D. aunt. Have to ignore. Go ahead. <laughs> but uh, I think he said the reason that they they went on when they went on was because so they can get everything on the ten o'clock news, and they can make sure that they get all that oh, okay. all, all, all oh, okay. that they can get all that press out. And you know, Bad Bunny did this, and that makes Saka and Carlito and Sabio Vega and mm-hmm. Zelina Vega. You know what I'm saying? So they can cram all the gaps. Gotcha. You know, so they, they, okay. they, so they, right. they was a able to get all that on the 10 o'clock news before the night was over and you know what I'm saying replay it in the morning and all that you know what I'm saying like I, I but so when you when, when you have that context it, yeah, it makes sense that makes but a lot of I, sense but, but I mean you know what I'm saying still like what, what would you look at about uh, just from a wrestling show aspect you know what I'm saying that 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 would prefer to be the main event but when you have that you know that additional context it's like okay that well, that, that that makes sense but but yeah. Chris, Chris I actually wanted to ask you um so Apple Music they had released an interview with Bad Money and he said uh, the match like he, you know you, you I'm, Chris I'm pretty sure you've seen him do media and talk about wrestling right, right. Bad, bad and, and Chris I, I know you've actually said this on the NBA podcast a couple of times like Bad Money he's like not one of those um celebrity wrestlers who like you, you know how people when they when they when they talk about pro wrestling like a, normally celebrities they sort of speak with that sort of undertone mm, like but yeah. like, like you know what i'm saying but yeah it's like tongue and cheek oh this yeah, like, is like, just some yeah. silly wrestling i used to like it when i was a kid yeah, exactly yeah. exactly they, they thought but bad bunny he he never spoke about lorraine uh, campbell pr HQVD. Chris got a lot going on at the crib tonight. LeBron updates it's it's my uh jamaican aunt and um I'm sure she's having wet issues because she's flying in from New York. So. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. So she's 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 blowing me up. So I will. Christopher with the blood clot. <laughs> shout out to your auntie, man. Shout 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 out to auntie, man. Flying in from uh, flying in from New York. I say, yeah. what's the name? Lake's about to be flying to Cancun in about, in about a couple of weeks. But 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 but. but oh, yeah, uh, I'm about, to, I'm about to say, but Chris, like, uh, like Bad Bunny, he never, never speaks about pro wrestling with that sort of undertone. And you know, he, uh, he, Apple Music had released an interview uh, with him recently. He said he was hurting like hell coming out of the match, felt like he was going to die. But he said that's a part of it. And the next thing up for him, he said he's about to drop a new song. So, 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 yeah. so, so Chris, your overall thoughts about the, you know, the backlash show and, and Bad Bunny's performance, uh, specifically uh, with, with Damian Priest. Right, right, right. So, I have to, um. I'm gonna brush up on. I know a, I could. I understand Spanish better than I speak it, but I want to um, say no me confrontacido eres in hombre. That's mm. uh, the most Barricos theme right there. Uh, <laughs> I um and I and I said this when we were on um Sid's show um on True Hill Heat um. Savio Vega, um, he's someone we definitely got to get on this show. Um, he's one of my favorite interviews I I ever was a part of. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that dude is is so hilarious, man. I, I I can't even like like me describing how funny he is in that in an interview. And I'm gonna see if I can find that interview. I might have to ask Mike Knox about where it's at because that dude had me laughing the whole interview, man. So um, what to quote, uh, no, no, to go back to what Nate was saying about stereotypes and wrestling. When I first saw that they were, that Ray Mysterio came out and he had the LWO shirts, 
I was not like the rest of the internet. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, these <laughs> just went to, they were in NXT, uh, and they had like, what, like, were they businessmen or something like yes. that? It wasn't some stereotypical thing. It was just like that. And so when I they saw was kid, them, they, they was kidnapping folks at first, Legato. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That was kind of yeah. I don't know if that's more stereotype, but it's just silly. Um, like the writers just got through watching Narcos. It's like you know what, right? Yeah, or they was watching. Um, what's the spinoff to uh to um. To the that FX show. Um, oh, uh, the Mayan, uh, the the yeah, Mayans, Mayans, yeah, FC. I, that that's good stuff, by by the way, too. If you ever see Mayans, man, you got to watch that. But back to the point. Um, I was like, what, what, what like, because this is just a trajectory with with wrestlers. Even in NXT, they could be normal, and then when Vince McMahon get some in the WWE, they have to turn up the ethnic stereotype mm-hmm. with them, right? That's And it's not just a black wrestler thing. They do that with everyone. They did it with um, they did it with um, Apollo. You mm-hmm. know, he was a regular wrestler. That's not good <laughs> enough for Vince. He gotta be a spear tucker. He was, he was and, an athletic black dude with no backstory, Andrew. <laughs> yeah. He, he, yeah, but he had to be a, a spear tucker and uh, speaking a fake Nigerian accent <laughs> and have African drum fights. Poor, uh, the, like, uh, even with, um, with um, what's his name? Uh, Walter. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not German enough for us. You got to be Gunther. And, <laughs> you know, and we've got to just, just turn up the stereotype. Poor, right? poor Akira Tozawa, man. That brother. Akira Tozawa, all of them, man. It's just... That's what WWE does. So I wasn't excited about the LWO thing. Um, this stuff they did in Puerto Rico, and I wasn't even a big fan of um, Punishment Martinez, if you will. Mm. Um, mm. Having a fight. Not you putting buddy. out his fake government. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I wasn't a fan of what he was uh, what that match with Bad Bunny was gonna entail, especially mm-hmm. when I found out it was a one-on-one match, I was like, "Man, I don't yeah." Because we were all talking about a yeah, tag match tag going match. into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was, I just didn't want to make him them making that guy look silly. <clears throat> but the way they booked this and the mm-hmm. way they laid this match out was just so great. And it and it did feel like some Puerto Ricans might have had their hands in this, right? And oh, by did. Puerto Ricans, I mean Bad Bunny. <laughs> oh, 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 bro, they, uh, what, what just add in, Chris? Bad Bunny, uh, Savio Vega had did an interview um, c- coming out of that, and I think it was with Carl Tolley. He, he said that it was him and Bad Bunny who, like, Damian Priest and Bad Bunny were the ones who, like, suggested mm-hmm. Carlito and, 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 right. and Savio. Yeah. Like, they, 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 they had their hands in that. Yeah. You can always tell in WWE when like someone from the from that particular culture yes. is writing something. Remember that Teddy Log wedding? There was no way somebody white wrote that shit, man. Maybe like, Jeff Hardy, maybe. Maybe, possibly. He Jeff said maybe. Hardy. Possibly but, Jeff Hardy. But, but, no, that, 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 did, that, that wedding did not idea did not come from a white mind. That was somebody <laughs> who, who's black who, so that was somebody black. You saying Vince didn't have jagged edge on the playlist? Yeah, 
who knew about Jagged Edge. Let's get married, pal. Yeah, Bruce, Bruce. Bruce, you know what Bruce. I'm saying? Yeah. So this and this and this thing right there kind of felt like um, the Puerto Rican version of that, as far mm-hmm. but just way better. Bro, like bro, felt, bad, bad Bunny's entrance was a whole concert, bro. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. And Bad Bunny, I, 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 I've never like the wrestling aspect of Bad Bunny. Not because he's not he doesn't put in the work. It's just I'm not a big fan of celebrities wrestling that aren't like that don't look like wrestlers but bad bunny i've always loved bad bunny's music and i'm a i'm a big big fan of him as an artist um and the fact that he's um doing this you know he ain't um, gotta do this shit because he, he, he <laughs> doesn't have to do that you know and it's it's actually more of a risk to his own credibility mm. um, than it is um it is um like what's is that Cena talking? Shout out to that good man John Cena in the building. Yeah, what's what's he asking? He he, he said then uh said said then donate shout out to brother Cena. He said shout out to NWA. What is, what's your thoughts on baby RZA? Baby Rizza. Who, baby, who Rizza. baby Rizza. Yeah, yeah. He's got to ex- explain that to me because <laughs> I don't I don't know who that is. Yeah, it's bad money, baby Rizza. It's like like some stuff. Yeah. Anyway, um, we'll go back to that. We'll, we'll go back to that Cino because I'm not Cino for the super chat. Baby, oh, that, that's um, is, I think that's Rihanna and ASAP Rocky son. I think. Oh yeah, they named him that. Yeah, yeah they, 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 they named him that. Oh, 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 from the from the Wu Tang. Oh, I said RZA. Oh, yeah, yeah, baby. Rich. Yeah, yeah. I was like Wu Tang. Wu Tang. Yeah, there we go. All right, all right. Yeah, my bad. Wu Tang is for the children. Shout out, shout out, Cino. Yeah. Shout out. Uh, but I mean, I don't, I don't really got no thoughts on the on the kid name. But, <laughs> That's a random question. Yeah, 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 yeah but, but, but I mean, yeah, I'm happy for. Uh, we appreciate shout, the super shout, chat, though, Cena. Yeah, like look, if you said the super chat, we'll talk. I'll we'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. Shout out, shout out to. Brianna and Asa going a successful birth of their child. There you go. Right, yes, right. Yes. There you go. But yeah, that was but but the the, the um stuff that they did with and that and that's why that um lawsuit that they were in the middle of is so important because WWE does not know how to book ethnic people. They Vince McMahon knows how to book uh, book ethnic people to the stereotypes that he understands about them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is mm-hmm. you know, like he he didn't understand um um Keith Lee because Keith Lee didn't talk black enough to the dude. He was like, You're big and you're bad, and I don't understand. like why do you talk like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and 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 and, and that crap is, is horrible in 2023, you know. Um so I'm glad that the that that uh the Puerto Ricans were able to shine on that show. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. just in that match, but uh Zelina Vega, she she did her thing too. Even though she didn't she didn't win the match. Yeah. Um I do think uh the Puerto Rican crowd is going to want to see her again. Mm-hmm. And um I um I'm looking forward to more and I'm I'm not Everybody was saying that they should do shows in Puerto Rico every year. I'm not against that, but I do like the specialness of that show. Mm-hmm. And I do think if you frequent Puerto Rico too much, um, 
they they could fall into those stereotypes. Um, I hope they don't. Um, but I just I just know WWE. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> I, I just don't trust them to um, s- s- be consistent with mm-hmm. uh, with uh, these people. Um, unless Bad Bunny just you know puts his foot down and says, "Look, this is how we got to do it," you know, which he probably will. And they're gonna listen to him. Yep, they're gonna listen to him. I said, my yeah, they, I said, Bad Bunny came out on SmackDown with the WWF logo on his uh, <laughs> on his, on his jacket. and I, I bet you ain't nobody say a damn word to that man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm about to say, but uh, but but moving on to the to, to our next story, fellas. Mm. Phil Brooks. Oh, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, Andrew, hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on. Time out, time out. Because I, the I don't cut know, off? I, oh, oh, on, Phil Brooks. We go, we know, <laughs> we 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 gonna make the people wait just one more second for the Muffin Man. <laughs> because here's the thing, Andrew. Because uh, I, I I don't want to leave this beautiful island without talking about one thing that happened on this beautiful oh, yeah. island, Andrew Thompson. <laughs> now, now y'all know me. Y'all know y'all been listening to me here on Post Wrestling for years. Y'all been listening to me on the Kings of Sport for years. So you know what I do. I work uh, in in broadcasting. I worked in radio. I worked in TV. I've worked in you know customer service jobs, Andrew. One thing I've never been is. Uh, a veterinarian or a zoologist. You know, I know animals, but I'm not like somebody that's an expert on animals. I, I see animals and I'm like, you know what? I see I see that's a dog, Andrew. A dog just walked by. That's a dog. Or, hey, that's a cat or that's a squirrel. I, I can recognize animals, but I'm not an expert. But I do know when I was watching Backlash, Chris, and we got to this match <laughs> between Seth freaking Rollins and a Nigerian giant, Omas. When I looked in the ring and saw that man, Omas, my, my, my animal brain kicked back in, and I was like, you know what? That's a goat right there, Chris. That's a goat that we're watching in the ring. This man, Omas, put on a banger with Brock and put on a banger with Seth. Chris Ely, you've been talking bad about this man for years and years. What you got to say about Omas now, Chris? This man, Omas, came out here and put on a classic with Seth Rollins, and the people in Puerto Rico respected it and acknowledged it. Will you respect and acknowledge this man, Omos, Chris? Explain um, yourself, fool. Yeah, <laughs> let's, um, we should probably move on to the next topic. Because uh, uh, that ain't happening. Uh, wow, you not going to get a brother credit for that match, Chris? I mean, the you know, did I mean Seth Rollins did his thing to get a good match out of that guy? <laughs> mm. it, was, it takes two to tango, Chris. It does. It does. I mean, it takes two to make a thing go right, Chris. Right? Yeah. 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 I'm, Chris, look, Chris, man. Chris, 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 let's move on the field. <laughs> I, I will say this. I do. I, I think this, and and this is goes for, and this is, I mean, I'm just telling y'all right now. Hey, 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 everybody in the chat, screen record this right here. Hold on. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, give him give, 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 give like a 10 second delay. Oh, I'm, I'm not about to pay any compliments or anything. Like that. <laughs> you can give up that ghost. But <laughs> I do think that Omos, mm-hmm. Austin Theory, and a few of those other guys that the internet isn't the biggest fans of, I do think they're going to get world title wins. Even uh, what's his name, the the, the YouTube dude, Yo, Logan, uh, Paul. Paul. Logan Paul. I think they're getting. I think they'll get world title raids before 
uh, the year is up. Not maybe not Roman's belt, but that um, gold that that new world heavyweight championship, championship. that world yeah. heavyweight championship that you love so much, Chris. Yeah, yeah. Let's not. That's another conversation for another day. But <laughs> I do, I do, I do think this. I do think that WWE looks at those people like mm. the future for better or for worse. You know, ladies and gentlemen, ladies Chris, and gentlemen, you heard Chris, it here Chris first. with the prediction. Chris not only said Omos is the future, Chris said Omos is a future world heavyweight champion, ladies and gentlemen. That, 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 that's up there, but it's Dwayne Johnson at the Royal Rumble prediction. Almost right sapiens <laughs> rise up. <laughs> Professor Chris could be coming an almost sapien, y'all. I feel it. I feel it. Yeah, there, 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 there's a, a rumor a rumbling right now that um, they're, they're expecting The Rock at WrestleMania. There you go. There you go. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. This man, Chris. <laughs> we 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 gonna see what's up with Dwayne, man. But, but yes, Andrew, Dwayne. I'm sorry for interrupting you, but I, I know you, you could, I, I, we, the people we, we needed to, to know what Chris thought about Omos's outstanding performance. So let's go from from this future world champion as Chris has crowned him. Mm-hmm. Uh let's go from Omos to the muffin man, brother. To to the, the one future world champion to the, the collision champion. <laughs> Phil, <laughs> Phil Phil Brooks, aka CM Punk. That, that that man is back in the headlines. Mm. Um, uh, you know, as we talked about, uh, I, I think it was on last month's episode where it was all signs uh, pointing to CM Punk being at the uh, debut of the now officially announced AEW Collision on June seventeenth. And you know, it was uh, reported by multiple reputable outlets that the, the 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 planned venue for this show was the United Center in Chicago, Illinois, and that venue was booked. I, I'm, so, so, so some things happened this week, fellas. Uh, mm. So so this so, so so this week um, it was reported by. Um, well, well, first of all, I just want to mention that AEW uh, they were a part of the the, the upfronts, the Warner Media uh, yes. upfronts, mm-hmm. and and that all went down. And shout out to that sister, that sister Jay Cargill, man. She was front and center on a little post and stuff like that. They was the Jay was right there, the face of mm-hmm. the, the the face of TBS, you know, mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. Shout out to Jay, man. Um, but, but yeah, it, it had been reported by uh, Nick Hausman of House Wrestling that there was a uh, the, we know about the the reported sit down meeting that involved uh, CM Punk and Chris Jericho. Um, and, and according to Hausman, during that meeting, Jericho suggested the idea of Ace Steel coming back to work uh, at AEW. Ace Steel, uh, as we all know, the longtime friend of CM Punk and uh, producer, former wrestler, who is the individual who allegedly uh mm-hmm. bit Kenny Omega and threw a chair at Nick Jackson um doing the brawl out uh, at all out. Um Housman independently reported that Ace was rehired by AEW several months ago but has been working remotely um with Tony Khan. Uh there was an understanding in place that uh collision that, that once collision was official uh still would get back on the road but uh he has not gotten back on the road. Um where got back to punk uh there was some miscommunications involving lawyers and then all of a sudden punk was no longer a part of the collision announcement. Um mm-hmm. FOW online's Dave Melson did his own reporting on the situation and he noted that punk um that, that Tony Khan told Punk that A Steel could work remotely, um, but but would not be at the collision tapings, and that's when things sort of mm-hmm. t- t- took a left turn. Uh, now, now we talked about this last go around the United uh, Center. Um, what was the planned location uh, for the debut of, of uh, Collision on June 17th? Uh, but Melissa had reported that AEW has been in contact with Daly's Place in Jacksonville about that being a backup venue for the show. Um, I, I, I think it's kind of clear uh, if, if if it is indeed accurate that they've been talking about, you know, um, talking to Daily Space about that being a backup show for the debut of the collision, um, that, you know, if, if it doesn't happen at the United Center, we can assume that, you know, something mm-hmm. fell apart with, you know, with the communication mm-hmm. with CM Punk. And if it is taking place at the United Center, then we can, you know, P- Punk's probably more than likely going to be there. And, and I'm pretty sure that they wouldn't run 
the United Center because it like if you if you were to run the United Center, everybody's gonna think the CM Punk's going yeah. up. So I can only imagine the if you run that without Punk, boy, it's, it's a wrap. Ooh, it, I, don't, I don't think it's gonna look good. I, I, I don't think the AW crowd will crap on it, bro. But I, I think it'd just be like a dead show. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think they would be so disappointed if he uh, if he didn't show up. But um, but, but yeah, man, t- Tony Khan's gonna be making the official. He, he announced the um, like the next like thing four, five, or six mm-hmm. days for for collision shows. But the date for the debut show has not been announced. Uh, he's going to make that announcement uh, next week. Um, mm-hmm. I, I believe on Dynamite. So. Uh, Chris, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw the lob to you first, man. Your your, your thoughts about everything, uh, and, yeah. I, 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 and I know that Nate, you, you said this before in the podcast, man. Like CM Punk, he is indeed a draw that that's not disputable. You know, CM Punk is a draw, but when when you when you bring CM Punk, you you, you got to take the good with the bad, man. Mm-hmm. And it's like sometimes is it is it worth it? And, and and Chris, I wanted to actually add add this in. Like, of course, we we saw the reports about the um the roster split. Um, between the collision people, the, the post are gonna be a collision. Like you got, like it, 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 the, the running joke is you got all the uh, all the knuckleheads on um, a <laughs> collision. You know, you got you got your Andrade, your Miro, mm-hmm. your Thunder Bros. Like, and, and I say knucklehead in a jokingly way, but like me, no, I know what you, you, know, you, know, yeah, you, you, you know what I mean. But um, but, but yeah, just your thoughts about all that, and 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 I'm I'm curious to also know, Chris. Like, when, I know I just I'm throwing a lot at you right now, but it's it's, it's a lot within this. But but I'm curious, like, if you, if you were running, if you were Tony Khan and you in his shoes and you have this brand new show. I, I'm I'm gonna assume, Chris, that you would want all hands on deck. And when I say that, I mean the elite, I mean the Blackpool Combat Club, but now it seems like you're gonna get a specific group of people. And, and, and while that may be good, because you know you'll have uh people to, that that don't regularly get that TV time or dynamite mm-hmm. that gets featured on a high level, you would think that right. you would want to have everybody available for this for the show. Right. Um so the first things first, um, I'm going to push back slightly to one thing. If they do have that show at the United Center and CM Punk isn't there, those fans will turn on the show. I don't think they'll, I think they will, it will be a full-fledged turn on that show if they do that, just because of the drama that they've been going through with CM Punk since he's pretty much debuted. I think those fans want to see Phil, and if they don't see Phil, they're going to turn on that. (laughs) They're not going to be happy about that. So that now that that's out the way, um, I'm like, so um, as a business psychologist, I've worked like um, for and not not for, but mostly with a bunch of different organizations to kind of fix problems um, I've never been the the head of a team, but I've always been a part of a team. Um, I do it more so with uh, politics now, but I there was a time where I did this with um, regular businesses, and I honestly just don't understand anything that's going on in AEW to to make this make sense to me. You know, like um, the the a still thing is kind of interesting to me because yeah, I'm like, that's that's interesting like especially but, but, the rehire for months part right yeah but the thing is is like they've already kind of acquiesced to punk in a lot of different ways and this is the one thing that um tk is um putting his foot down on it's just kind of interesting to me <laughs> Uh, because it, to me, it doesn't matter unless you just, I mean, I don't think that Ace still is a serial biter. 
I mean, <laughs> you do. I, I, I guess if you bite, if you bite one motherfucker, right? Who's to, who's to the say potential not, is always there for future yeah, biting? That's, yeah, that's yeah future bite, biting. Yeah, that you'll be biting other people and stuff. But um, I think the thing is, is like, um, and I haven't. Uh, try to reach out to any wrestlers to ask them about this. And if I did, they probably wouldn't tell me anyway. Um, but um, I don't like, like I'm hearing TK is not being transparent with talent. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a problem because you always want to be at least transparent with your talent. You could tell your talent not to go to the media but you need to, they need to at least know what's going on. Um, I do think that at the end of the day, um, CM Punk is going to be they re-debuting in AEW mm-hmm. at the United Center. because, And I'll tell you why for one thing. thing. The uh, WBD people were already regretting that they said that he wasn't associated with the show. And then the very next day they were like, well, we shouldn't have said that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're saying that I think that TK and Punk will work it out. And the translation to that to me is y'all better work this shit out. <laughs> I think this is a, I think this is an edict from the from, from from top. top. Yeah. That's pro- probably David Zasloff um, is like, you we know, gave you this, this new motherfucking show. He better show up. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, but I, I, I think he's showing up. Um, I do like the, the bland, the brand split stuff. I don't, you know, it's whatever. I'm not, I've, if it's if it's good, it's good. If it's bad, it's bad. Um, they're they're coming on Saturday night, so I don't know if they're like going to be directly competing with us once a month or what's going on with that. Or, they they don't want these problems. Yeah, yeah. So we um, I I I, I at at a certain point, this seems kind of uh, childish. Um, from. You know, and I think TK needs to kind of get a get a hold of mm-hmm. what's going on, and just um, if he assuming he doesn't have a hold of it, because I, I don't know, um, none of this shit is making any sense to me at the moment. But um, it, it doesn't look good optically speaking. You know, um, the, these people are in a position where they need a guy like CM Punk. Um, and to me, if all it was was the A still stuff, um, just I, I, I don't. I, to me, just to me, that's like an easy fix. And like, are you telling? And this is what I need to know too. And then, I, then I'll pass the baton to you, Nate. Um, are you? Are you tell? I mean, you. There's a way you could communicate with wrestlers. Where you're like, look, this is how it's going. Mm. This is how it has to go. And I understand you guys have problems with this. We can talk about those problems, but this is how it's got to go. And I'm not saying just do that to the roster, say it to punk. You got to talk to people Mm. and let them know the reality of whatever situation is. You know, you're if you're splitting rosters because the Bucks 
don't want to work with Punk and Punk doesn't want to work with the Bucks. This this is starting to become like kind of stupid because like and and the, and the Bucks and I said this on um SP 3s show and he kind of kicked back at me but I I stand by this if you are gonna call yourselves EVPs mm-hmm. yeah by you the bro you gotta work with this with this guy to me it's like it's one thing if uh John Moxley said I don't want to work with Puck John Moxley is a talent. Mm-hmm. And you can arrange that, and it's just like, yo, these are two coworkers, and they don't want to work with each other. Right? You are an EVP. That means you are management now, and you do not have the luxury that talent doesn't have. You are in a in a place that a place where you are in charge, and you are a part of the management team. You need to get over whatever the fuck you got going on that's going on, and I think TK. Has to, if he doesn't want to hire business psychologists or organizational leadership experts, he's got to he's got to do something because this is very very silly at this mm. point. Yeah, for me guys, it's a couple things. Number one, uh, <clears throat> if if this show uh, does air, like if it lines up, like <laughs> on, <laughs> on the night that we're doing the NWA podcast, like in the yeah. Muffin Man returns, that 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 would be amazing. That would be the most ridiculous show in the history of the NWA podcast. I'm just going to put that out there. Uh, but here's the thing, a couple things. Number one, to Andrew's point about the crowd reaction if Punk does not show up at the United Center, I do think there will be some like, like what the hell? This ain't what we signed up for. It, it, it's almost like this time, you know, maybe 15 years ago, Chris, uh, mm-hmm. where I went to, you know, Bush Gardens uh, here mm-hmm. in, in Virginia to go see New Edition in concert. It was supposed to be all six members of New Edition, Andrew Thompson, Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, Mike, Ralph, and Johnny. All six of them boys. And when I bought my ticket, drove up to Bush Gardens, sat down in the amphitheater to watch this show, I got Ralph Tresvant and two members of Bell Biv DeVoe. <laughs> like, it was a good show. It was a good show. Like, like, like uh, uh, Ronnie and, and, and Ricky, they had the steps with them. But, but that ain't what I paid for, Andrew Thompson. And I think if you are the audience, and, and maybe to the, the larger point, if you're WBD, who is going through a lot of shifting yeah, uh, landscapes at the moment, right. um, you want this guy, CM Punk, to be part of your brand because of the star power. Yeah, he comes with headaches. Yes, he's difficult to work with at times, but this is a guy that moves uh, the needle, and you want this guy in, 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 your, in your organization. And so Every time we've talked about this, Andrew, I've always kind of been consistent with this. Like, to me, it makes the most sense for Punk to return. It makes the mm-hmm. most sense to launch this new show with Punk as, you know, like with Rampage. It, it was like yeah. the first or second show Punk came on, and that really kind of established what Rampage was going forward. And I think if you're Tony Khan, you have to be the bigger man. You have to be the boss and get this sorted out. Uh, also, if you're Phil Brooks, if you're the Muffin Man out here on these streets, Chris, yeah, I'm I'm doing it. If I'm Phil Brooks, right, I'm doing yeah. it. Just because it's like this this only makes me bigger, right? Like right. y'all needed me, you know. A couple this months ago, this. hold on, Chris. A couple months ago, we talked to Emilio Sparks, and one of the best uh, moments of that uh, conversation with Emilio was when he talked about the five heartbeats. Oh yeah, and, yeah. In this situation. CM Punk is Eddie Kane Jr. Can't nobody <laughs> sing without old Eddie Kane. Y'all mm-hmm. need this man 
to be the front man of this new show. And I think if I'm punk, I I I use whatever leverage I have to get the best deal for me. But ultimately, right. it's best for both sides, Chris, to work together. That that man, that man yeah. CM Punk going around like he David Ruffin from The Temptations. Ain't nobody come to see nobody else. Ain't nobody come to see you, Nick and Matt. Uh, yeah, well, can we highlight the uh, super chat chat real quick? Uh, yeah, we can bring that up here in a second, Chris. Yeah, um, and uh, like this this is the wrestling business. I gotta um, say, the, let me read that real quick, Chris. Yeah, go ahead. Read it, it. Uh, Black Mega Man sent in the five dollars. Shout out to you, brother, for the uh, for the super chat. Yeah. He said, if you three were members on the roster what do you think tk would have you the main show dynamite or the bad kids show we'll definitely be a collision Saturday yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. all three of us collision, <laughs> collision originals then a great follow-up from black mega man as well punk, punk equals bobby brown <laughs> says nate <laughs> <laughs> CM Punk, the Bobby Brown of AEW. But this is the thing, though. And the issues, and here's the thing with all that stuff. CM Punk, the stuff with CM Punk, when I've heard of real issues with, like, other artists, like the Eddie Kangs, he's fictional, but Eddie (laughs) K, Bobby Brown. David uh, Ruffin. David Ruffin, all those people. These people had like serious like drug problems mm-hmm. um, and shit like that. The the stuff that they're that people are CM Punk. These complaints are starting to seem like middle school mm. kind of shit. It's like. So what you're saying is cares? going back to Black Mega Man's comic, Chris. Is it's it's Punk's prerogative, right? Yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, well, if they go, they go with punk. It's he like, don't need permission I, I think, to show up on yeah. collision. <laughs> it's that, his prerogative. I think punk. Is, I think you can reasonably argue that punk is a dick. I think yes, that's. I think you, that's can, you can reasonably argue. That's reasonable. That. But the issues, <laughs> the issues with punk are are, are personality <laughs> clashes. Right. It's it's not something. This isn't a guy who's doing drugs. And this isn't a guy who's um, messing around with every woman on the roster mm-hmm. or anything like that. He ain't or out here he, biting people. He's not stealing anything. Like, stealing. Look at that. Yeah. That's a, that nice little wordplay right there. Yeah, <laughs> hey, he's, like, he's not doing like, like, I, I just, I think the issues with punk are, are things that could easily be rectified yeah. if effort was put in. Um, I'm just keeping it 100% real, like because there's there's people in wrestling who issues like take forever to work out, and they mm-hmm. still manage to find their way back in wrestling. Like how is how does um Hulk Hogan like continue to come mm. back to WWE? We know, we know how. How, we know how, how, how. How the fuck does Doc Hendricks still have a job <laughs> in WWE? Like how how is that even possible? This this dude and I wrote that I wrote about this in my article. He he's on record um getting for getting suspended for mm-hmm. telling uh Mark Henry that he's a bigger N-word than him. And right. he's he's and he's still in a top position in WWE. It's it's so, different out there on Bad Street, uh Chris. Right, yeah. And I say all that to just say like 
like this punk stuff is yeah in, in, in comparison is 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 very right. minor to some of the other stuff that's out there that people that still have power ranking yeah. positions yeah I, I get what you're saying for sure right yeah yeah so it's like um wh- why why can't we figure this out you know it's all what, 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 when, I, when i'm looking at it I, I think that it's a matter of and, and i'll sort of go back to a point that i've said like repeatedly on the show when it comes to like tony khan and cm punk i i feel like tony khan has to put his foot down at some point and establish a I'm not going to say firm talking like he's some damn child or something like that but I think yeah. at some point you got to nail the hammer in and you got to you know what I'm saying put your big boy pants yeah. on and, right. and, talk, and talk to him and let him know you good Chris my bad no no you're right I think it's 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 a matter of just saying because I don't I'm, I'm if Tony I don't think to, Tony Khan has an authority, authoritarian and that's not something yeah, that not, yeah. should demand out of him. That's yeah. not who he is, and that right. is perfectly fine. For sure. But there you are you have reached the point where you do have to talk to these guys, these talents yeah. and stuff. Say if you're the boss, TK, say mm-hmm. this is how it's got to be CM Punk. Yeah. Um well, and yeah, part yeah, of management, Chris, is yeah. knowing how to work with individuals on your team. Like, right, how you talk to Hangman Page might not necessarily be the yeah. way you need to talk to CM Punk, right? We know this dude is old and honorary. So yeah. you got to talk to him as you would an old honorary man and get him to Entire. see the value of working with the team, right? Yeah. And if he's not, like, coming on board the way that you want him to cut off cut, – come on board then maybe you should cut bait with them that maybe that's the option and um and just accept it you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying but you you can't keep doing this back and forth to people you can't do this to the fans because you're gonna start pissing them off this fool tony khan <laughs> a couple weeks ago not even last week a couple weeks ago made an announcement that he was going to have an am- announcement next wednesday when the next wednesday came around that announcement was that he was going to have a fucking announcement for the <laughs> next Wednesday. Like, what in the hell are you doing, my dude? Like, are, and, and, when, and what's going to happen the next Wednesday? All right, so that... Davies, so please. So now um, I'm going to make an announcement that we're going to have the ultimate announcement. The ultimate, the ultimate announcement. announcement, Chris. <laughs> in, in, the two ultimate weeks, announcement. in two weeks' time, you know what I'm saying? This is, this is stupid, TK. He said, he said the ultimate announcement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, the, and then when he gets to the ultimate announcement, he's going to be like, okay, we're, we're here. And now I just got to make an announcement that in another two weeks, we're going to have the mega, <laughs> the ultra, mega super announcement. announcement. Stop the shit, Tony Collins. Flint Tropics are going to the mega bowl. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, how many times can you do this, my dude? Mm, like, hey, seriously. Hey, so, so, so real, real quick, this is this, this on CM Punk, man. Like, I, I think that, just going back to, the, to what I was saying, uh, like I, I, I think that, I, I think that Tony, he, he does need to like put a firm foot down. Like even going back to looking at the, uh, the all out press conference, bro. If Tony would have just been like, like leaned over and may, maybe even like move the microwave, snatch the microwave, and like, bro, you need to like shut the hell up. Like you need, to, <laughs> yeah. you need to shut up. Like you, you doing a lot right now. Like you need to relax. Like you, like if you, if you want to say all this, at least wait till we get to the back, and then you know you can say whatever you want to say, and why ain't no camera yeah, rolling yeah. around, and why. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, but I I, I think that AEW they have um e- e- even looking at you know from from what's being reported about a steel being rehired back uh, months ago and stuff like mm-hmm. that. They they are accommodating a great deal to CM Punk to to, to make this work. Like this dude is essentially what we think is being billed as the centerpiece of this entire right. brand new relaunch mm-hmm. of a brand new show. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think that they're doing as much as they can to accommodate to him, but, but I probably going to be on the cover of the video game, whenever the video game comes yeah. out, but, but like even looking at, uh, but, but I, I think that when you have the other side on, on, on the other side of the fence with the elite, like, I, I think that, you know, like we all say, like I Chris mentioned about the, um, you know, them being EVPs. I, I do think that, it is specifically in a situation like this, you do have to bite the bullet if you're the one that's in the position of power because you're the executive vice president of this company. Like, and, 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 and if I was Tony, bro, I would want, again, all hands on deck for this show. I don't need, like, I mean, a, 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 a hard roster split, like, that That can be good in a way where you can get people, like, you know, you get Powerhouse Hobbs on TV more, you get Swerve Strickland featured more, you get XYZ featured more. Like, that is that that is great. That's the great part about sure. that. Like, you can keep, you, you, you can have enough for, right. assume, assumingly, everyone. But I, I think that you would just want, to know that, hey, if I wanted to bring Omega and the Bucks over here for collision, I can do that. You know what I'm saying? If I wanted right. to have Punk on Dynamite this week, I can do that. You know what I'm saying? Instead of right. having everybody on a, on a set position when it's all a you know collaborative co- collaborative effort. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think that with, with, Tony, with Tony's position, man, like he's going to have to eventually sit these individuals down and yeah. tell them how it is and not be of yeah and, and not, not be of that mindset where he's like well what do you guys think and and how do you think this is going to work i think that he right. yeah. just sit, think just, he... just sit him down straight up bro and just be like this is what's going to happen this is what yeah. i need y'all to do if yeah. you're not with it then i don't know what to there's tell. the door yeah, there's, yeah. there's the door you know what I'm saying? He, I, I, he's I think, got, I think, he's got to tell them that this is how it has to be. Yeah, that, that, that's that, that, that's what that's what that's what I think. Yeah. That's the that, yeah. that's the main thing for yeah. for Tony in this in this specific yeah. instance. Like, yeah. I think that um, yeah. going forward with this collision show, I, I I definitely think it's gonna be it's gonna be hot to start, especially if they are able to you know secure Punk for this for, right. for this for this debut show. Yeah. Like it's it's gonna be hot, um, right. and I, especially with all the new programs and stuff like that, man. Yeah. But, I, I, but I, I just think that going forward. Like once we get past that sort of initial stage, if he if he is indeed on that June seventeenth show, once we get past that initial, you know what I'm saying? Like you you need to sit this dude down and sit yeah. maybe the other people, not not necessarily maybe together, but like on different right, nights right. or whatever like that. You need think, to tell them uh, tell them what it is. The, the wrestling industry operates in a weird way because there's like when you, when you're like a wrestling talent, sometimes your value isn't into like when when Cody Rhodes left, for example, Cody Rhodes exhausted his value in AEW as far as a talent is concerned, not the backstage stuff. I still think they need uh, Cody for that. The shit yeah. that's going on right now, but as a talent, he, he had, he, it was time for him to leave because he could go to WWE and get a fresh coat of paint and people care about him in a different way. Um, like with Sting, when um, there was a time, I think you both might remember this, um, in 2010, when um, it was the rumor was that um, trip like it was, it ended up being Triple H, but Sting was going to fight Undertaker at that year's WrestleMania. That was year, that 2015? Yeah, 2015, yeah, yeah, that year Sting 
and then you found out he re-signed with TNA and people were just like, oh, 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 okay, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and it was it wasn't it didn't mean anything because he was in the same place doing the same thing. And going to WWE would have meant a, a fresh coat of paint. <clears throat> the Bucks and Omega are in a contract year, if I understand this correctly. Yeah, they are. Purple. They have yeah. to. They, they they either gotta um, what's the saying? Shit or get off the pot. It's like if you want to stay in WWE or you want to stay in AEW, stay in AEW mm-hmm. and be confident. TK is gonna always have something for you. Um, if you want to go to WWE, then then negotiate a contract and go to WWE and make as much money as you can, and understand the risks that goes into going to WWE. But I do think if they did go to WWE, they would get that fresh coat of paint. Um, yeah. I don't think they they tired them. I don't think they played themselves out in AEW the way. I love you, uh, Devonte, but. The way Cody played himself out—it <laughs> it, it was time, bro. Yeah, it was time. his last. I mean, to, to be fair to Devontae, though, after yeah. you eliminate racism, what what is there left for you to do? Yeah, fellas? yeah, exactly. That is, <laughs> you can't do no more. There's nothing else. You that know, was I, that I, was the Jordan I, shot against the Jazz in Game I, Six. It's over. I, I wasn't thinking about it in those terms, but you're absolutely <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, but I mean that's but that's the thing. It's like, and I think that th- there's so there's so many layers to this story that it's ridiculous. Because I know that part of T- part of um, TK's thinking is he doesn't want to lose three of his um, mainstays to the she competition. Well, hang man too. Hey man, fuck around. And, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, you never know. Yeah, they, yeah they, they could go there and be the new radicals or yeah, whatever, right? Exactly. But um, there's there comes risk with being the new radicals because only two of you could be Eddie Guerrero <laughs> and uh, Chris Benoit. The rest of the other two of y'all are going to be Perry Saturn. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, there's risk that come in all of this, man. They, they need to sit down right now in a room and and talk no, about no, no, no a steel please right yeah <laughs> no a steel i'm talking about just the evps with without punk also and just talk to tony khan oh, about okay. their fu- about their future in aew and and um when when you start and then when you hit free agency talk to vince as well you know, hit free agency, talk to Vince as well, and see what the best thing for you to do is in your career. But if you're hey, not, if, hey, it, hey, yeah. hey, bro, that's going to be such an interesting time come yeah. like later this year, bro. That that's going to be one of the most interesting talking points of wrestling. I mean, for for, for all we know, they they probably could have like already reached a new deal with Tony for real, for real. But like, yeah. Yeah. but I, but I, I think it's going to be so interesting come like at the end of yeah. this year when you start to see those reports about like. Could they be free agents? Because I, I, I remember when that Cody news first broke, everybody was like, "What? Cody? Did, well, you about to dip out on AEW?" And then like well, that, that, that's when you well, start thinking, and it was like, "Oh, he got to head back to WWE." And then you no, know, but three three or so months later, you know, he was back. So yep. I mean, you never know, but they they they, they is, I, but I think there is always a possibility of yeah of of either people from either side from either aw or w crossing over i think i think that's that's always gonna be it's always gonna be interesting to cover always gonna be interesting to talk about and stuff like that so yeah from an athlete's point of view like how many like not just wrestlers but people in general how many people 
hit free agency and stay where they're at. Not a lot of people do that. Um, and I think that Tony Khan wants to avoid them even getting to the point mm. of free agency. Off yeah, and conversations being held and all that. Yeah, you don't want that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because th- that's the thing. Because that's exactly what Cody Rhodes did. Like Cody yeah. Rhodes, and nobody thought he was going to go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You went over to Cody. Had did, I remember Cody did an interview uh not too, I think it was leading up to WrestleMania. He was like, when, when he first left AEW, he said he went to go meet uh, Vince. Um, and uh, I, I think he went to go meet a couple of other people at WWE. And, and, and he didn't sign a contract like that first day he went to be. He said he just wanted to go, you know what I'm saying, just go check it out and, you know, hear some offers and stuff like that. And I, I think that once you start like getting, once you, yeah. once that once that door is open to where mm-hmm, you, you start mm-hmm. talking numbers yeah. and like you start talking about yeah. what this could be like, yeah. then the, the intrigue starts to get, and I think that, and I think if you get to a point with Omega and the Bucks and, and Hangman, whenever his stuff is up, if you get to a point where that door is open and like they can speak to a Triple H or to a Vince or whoever it may be, right. and, and they start talking about like, well, would you like this number? Would you like these dates? What does yeah. this look like? What 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 does what does your future here look like? Then that's when it's like now they got options and they already got options. But like I think those options intensify once you start actually having those like real face to face or phone to phone conversations. Right? Yeah. Like what if like this again is like I mean they're they're bigger than they've ever been. What if they're like yeah? Like, how about how does twelve million dollars a year sound to you? You're <clears throat> the the you're not going to hear anything else after that, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, you're, you're just going to hear the, the dollar amount that was offered to you, right? And, you're, mm-hmm. and, and, and maybe you don't make a decision that once you let it settle in, you know, you, right. you go home, talk to your wives, talk to whoever. Talk and to then you, Yeah, then you make a decision to, um, to see what's um, best for you, you know? Um, and I think, I think Tony was smart enough to realize when they let Cody Rhodes go to WWE that there wasn't any, Cody Rhodes needed to go to WWE because he needed a jolt and a light, you know, he needed something, man. It was, it wasn't working out in AEW, um, from a talent standpoint, you know? Mm. For sure, for sure, man. But we, I, we, we definitely gonna see, fella, because we got about a couple weeks left until Collision. So, yep. I, 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 so and, actually, and, 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 as a programming I, note, Andrew, our first episode that month, or our only episode that month, uh, is going to be on the twenty fourth. So the week following the debut of Collision, ah. we'll be live here talking about mm-hmm. it. So, yeah, we we gonna have some things to talk about, Andrew. One way or the other. Yeah, yeah. And it's, a, it's a ten point game. The the Nuggets are winning. Uh, five minutes left in the fourth quarter. Cancun. Cancun. You know what's going the, on. Booking them flights, baby. Let's go. Paramount Plus about to be hitting different. Everybody get your subscription ready to watch this NBA Finals. Uh, I, I was about to say, man, but like uh, we, we ran down the top. I got one more thing. It, it's crazy. It's crazy, Nate, Chris, because we, we are hour 38 to the show. This might be the most precise show mm. that we have ever did if, if, if all goes right with this uh, this last story. But I w- Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega 
megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. But real quick, we, we ain't gonna see each other until uh to like mid June, late June, so whatever it is. But we're gonna do some yeah. some some, du- some double or nothing predictions. That show is next weekend. Okay. okay. Um, and then we got nine matches on the card. I'm assuming they probably gonna add like you know probably like one or two kickoff matches. But we for for the most of we got the main mm-hmm. the, the, the 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 main mix going on right now. So we you know, I'm gonna just throw some uh throw, throw, throw the matches at y'all and and you know y'all, y'all can tell me what y'all think gonna happen and who you think gonna win. I added nine. I think y'all say yours and uh. For first up, we got the firm. We got Ethan Page, Austin, and Carlton Gunn versus the Hardy Party. Isaiah Cassidy, Jeff Hardy, and Matt Hardy in a six-man tag match. If if uh, the the Hardy Party wins, then Matt Hardy will own Ethan Page's contract. Uh, Brother Nate, who you think got this one? Here's the thing: like we we talked about that good brother Jeff Hardy who helped write the Teddy Long wedding segment <laughs> uh, earlier in the show, and I, I I'm inclined to say the Hardys will win. I'm just I'm just tired of Matt Hardy being involved with people's contracts, man. Yeah, he, he been doing that shit for like a year, for a bro. minute. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> they 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 uh, had Snoop Dogg on TV getting involved one time. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll say the Hardys win, but I'm not excited for this contract thing with Madden and Ethan. Nah, me neither. Yeah, um, the <clears throat> the Hardys will probably win since they're newly formed and they got Jeff with them, but um. Yeah, this is this is just more of the same silliness. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna say I, I'm, I'm gonna say Mark Quinn makes his return here, and he mm. helps uh, Isaiah, Jeff, and Matt get, get the yeah. W. I, Mark, I think Mark Quinn been out for for a little half minute, so yeah. I, I think I think we'll see him re, rejoin this this Hardy party or whatever they got going on. And then I think that I think that I, that's when we'll see uh, Jeff and Matt sort of go their own way, and we'll see the reform <laughs> private party go their own way, but just be connected in. in some way shape or form i do appreciate the diversity in um the um hardy fat what is, is the hardy compound now is what they're calling they, they just call them the hardy but they, 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 they were at a hardy family office but that was like a, a yeah a, like a um yeah. a section yeah I, I like the like you know i, I do like the Jeff I, Matt and Isaiah. I think this is a good and even um the um what's his name hook i think this mm-hmm. is. A, I think if you do this faction right, you can you can have these people matter. You know, it's just I don't trust uh, TK to do it right. So <laughs> uh, until he does, you know. Mm-hmm. So next up, we got a uh, FTR Dysart winning Cash Wheeler uh, defending the AEW World Tag Team Championships against that man Jeff Jerry probably. One of AEW's t- t- turning, but I'd have never thought Jeff Jarrett would have turned out to be AEW, one of AEW's best signers. But here we are. Uh, <laughs> we got MCR Dice Hall winning cash defending the AEW World Tag Titles against Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal with Mark Briscoe mm. as the special guest referee. Both mm. sides are trying to win, win, win that man, Mark Briscoe. Or the, um, that, they, who you think walking out with the AEW World Tag Titles? Oh man, I, I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed kind of the, the stuff oh, going yeah. on. I, 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 I know you love it, Double J. I know Lethal, Jared, uh, the Briscoe, Mark Briscoe. Uh, but you know, the thing about this man, Double J, Jeff Jarrett on these streets, uh, Andrew Thompson, some people call him, you know, one of the smartest people in, in, in wrestling history. Yeah. Some people call him, you know, one of the, the luckiest people in wrestling history. I call him the Beyonce 
of pro wrestling, Andrew, because he's a survivor. <laughs> this man, Jeff Jarrett, they tried to bury this man, throw dirt on this man's name time and time again, Andrew Thompson, and he keeps on coming back. At the he, end he, of the he, week, he done threw dirt on himself a couple times. He yeah. threw dirt on himself a couple <laughs> times. You know, when, 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 when we're all gone, Andrew, when the world is bathed in nuclear radiation and the only thing alive is Twinkies and cockroaches, or Twinkies ain't really alive, but they'll be around, uh, Jeff Jarrett will be there eating Twinkies and stepping on cockroaches because he's a survivor. You can't get rid of this man. Right. Uh, what am I? Go ahead. Oh, hold on, Chris. I didn't even make my prediction yet. That was just a preamble to the prediction, brother. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. But I, I I like this. I'm I'm inclined to say Jeff and Lethal, but there's a part of me that feels like feels like this is leading to something bigger with Briscoe and Lethal or Briscoe and Jared. Mm. Right. Uh, so I'm gonna go with FTR retain. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm gonna go with that as well um i i wouldn't mind if um if uh double j and uh jay lethal won the belts though i mean that that'd be interesting um i do um and uh jeff jarrett reminds me of one of my favorite x-men uh one of the most underrated um x-men that there is i think he's probably been in one movie uh darwin Mm. um because double j knows how to adapt to survive man um (laughs) he really really does like there was a time where this you can make a, a sound argument that he was like the second or third most powerful man in wrestling you know because nobody else had a company, you know, it was it was Jeff Jarrett, and he was able Bro, to. He, he he just had an executive job at WWE last year, and now he's yes. an executive aide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he he's he's able to adapt adapt to what he needs to adapt to. Um, so um, you know, shout out to um, to uh, to Jeff Jarrett, and I think um, and I do think he's. Like whatever role TK has him in backstage, I do think it's it's working for. I think it's a symbiotic relationship. Mm. Is what I want to say. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say FTR retains. Mm. I think I think they're gonna do some type of finish where uh, Jeff and, and Jay they get the win, but it'll get like um, it'll get rescinded. It'll get like brought back, and then they'll they'll go dusty back to finish. like the, yeah, yeah, dusty finish. They'll go back into the the match, mm-hmm. and the FTR get the win and stuff like that. And but Lethal uh, and Jay will be pissed off at Briscoe. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's how it's going to rock. And then, you know, Mark Briscoe will go in this big baby face run. But, um, but yeah, ne- next up, we got the ladder match for the AEW TNT Championship. We got Warlow defending against Christian Cage. Fellas, I'm going to go ahead and start off this one. Christian Cage is about to get his. It is time. It is time, bro. Hey, real quick, go check out Christian Cage interview on the Andrew Thompson interview YouTube channel. Come mm. get that. Check that out. Check, check, check that out. Go check and that check, out. And check out the double J one too. Check and out check out the, the double. Hey, about to say, hey, Chris, when we talked about here in the state. <laughs> <laughs> but Jeff, yeah. Jeff, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, who, who y'all think will take this? Y'all, y'all think it's time to uh, War- Warlow about to drop the TNT title to uh, to Christian Cage? Yeah, I, for real, for real, I don't even know why he took the damn belt off Warlow, but you know, I mean, for off uh, Power Out Yeah, you know. Yeah. But here we are. Yeah, right. I, I agree with that. Like, I think they took the belt off of Hobbs prematurely, uh, but I I can't believe I'm gonna say this, Andrew. I think I might I might be swayed to your side of the argument. 
Christian coming off of that Andrew Thompson interviews bounce is going. He's going to get that bump. <laughs> he's going to get that push <laughs> that, that that the Andrew Thompson interviews gave him, and he's going to take it to the top, climb that ladder, grab that brass ring and that gold belt, and become your new TNT champion. There you go. Right. I think um, that AEW their their original talent just hasn't hit the way. Mm they want it to hit and I do mm. not see any issue with um Christian uh getting the the TNT the TNT belt is I don't care about it anymore because that's just, the belt that's meant to be changing yeah it, it, it just it, it goes back and forth it gets hot potatoed all the time mm-hmm. so what can you do at this point why not give it to Christian and Fresh hopefully coat of paint. Yeah, and hopefully Christian um, can bring some mainstream eyes to the product, and um, and that's how you use guys like Christian. Like that's how they use Jericho in the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, people know who Jericho is. People know who Christian is, and then you use that to highlight younger talent. Yep. You know, and get them over more. You know, Chris. That, that I'm glad you said that because you actually just put a thought to my head. I think that Christian's going to win the TNT title, and then he's going to drop that to Jungle Boy at mm. some point. Yeah, and that, and that, yeah. And that, that they're going to revisit that whole program, yeah. and Christian yep. will be able to Jungle Boy to get his first uh, singles title win in AEW. That's a look, look, yeah. look, look at look at Chris, look at Chris throwing the layups, Nate. Yeah, yeah well, the Lakers, the Lakers are going to get swept. Oh yeah, and, and they they they, they, and, they just uh they, 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 they out, bro. It's just one minute left. Nuggets, nuggets yeah. up, but like, what were they up at? Like nine or something, Chris? They're, yeah, they're up by eleven. Eleven? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's Joker it. out here. Joker has yeah, it's a, it's killed over. Batman. It's over, brother. It's that man. You, you know, you know, they about to be killing LeBron on TV on the next couple of days. They, oh yeah, he's, he's, Skip Bayless about to throw a parade. Skip, Skip, Skip he, Bayless. He's, about to be he, he's he's getting destroyed. Um, there, somebody's getting traded from LA. Oh yeah, um, most definitely. <laughs> I don't know who it's who it's gonna be, but there's gonna be at least two major trades. You got to blame somebody. And, I ain't gonna blame LeBron. Well, <laughs> you can't blame LeBron. You can't. You can't blame him. I'm, yeah. I look, look, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. Andrew, love the brother. Brother's a, a top player when he's healthy. I would try to move AD. See what you can get for him. I would try to move AD. AD. I would try to move AD. Nah, man, not AD. Not, not Anthony Davis. Try to move like, him. Great player, but but you. Can, you can't depend on him, Andrew. I mean, you. I mean, you. And you he's can't. your most valuable asset, right? I, I, I haven't seen this this game yet, so you're not I gonna get like... more for anybody else on this team than you would for AD. AD. I mean that that that's a fair point, but I mean, like I'm. I, I just feel like right now, I, I think it might be best for to keep him and Braun together, mm-hmm. especially because like you, you don't. What I think is gonna happen, I think that LeBron is waiting for Bronny to get out of the mm-hmm. college. I th- well, I think that whatever team gets Bronny, that's where LeBron will end up next. And then he's going to probably do one year or two years. LeBron and then he's going to wrap it up. LeBron coming to San Antonio. LeBron, man. With, with, with Victor? Can you imagine? With Wimbledon. Oh, my, with, with oh, my goodness. But they, 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 going for another, they going for a ship over there, man. Oh, but real quick, let's get, let's, let's get back on the AEW predictions, man. We got the uh, the 21-man Black Jack Battle Royal for the AEW mm-hmm. International Championship, Orange Cassidy. Hello, let me say this real quick. Orange Cassidy is probably the best champion like TV champion in a that like this dude has had like twenty something title defenses okay. on uh-huh. TV and but all of them most of these matches have been like really good to great 
and 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 they're like really telling the story of Orange. Like you can see it weekly on on, on Dynamite on Rampage. You're you're literally seeing the story of uh oh shout out to uh Derek Crawford with the shout the, out to DC for the yeah. super chat the, the four yeah, four ninety nine yeah. super chat he ain't sent a message but uh, shout out to he Derek. sent a message I think he might have meant, meant to do it there so let's highlight his message yeah he said he said just just checking in y'all my guys keep up the good work shout out to Derek man okay, shout out to Derek yeah, shout, out, shout out to Derek yeah shout out to Derek man but but we'll, we'll go back to Orange Cassidy I like I, I do think that he is the best champion that AEW has right now. Oh, he's the he's the best presented champion, I should right. say. Like he because right. he, he's been like they're, they're telling this story of Orange like going through these title defenses and every week he like he's starting to like glide back like just like mm-hmm. j- just just starting to skate back. He's not like beating people defensively as he once was. And, and like I think they were slowed again to the point now where he's gonna end up slipping up and in this Black Giant Battle Royal, it might be where he slips up. Like, he's been going through all right. these people, and now it's to the point where he can't do it no more, and he's getting tired. Like, he's literally saying it on TV in the interview segments with Renee right. Apples. He's like, I'm getting tired. I don't know how long I could, you know, keep going yeah. with this. And, bro, for him to have 20 some straight title defenses, bro, and, like, most of them have been, like, really good to great matches. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that, I think that says a lot about Orange and a lot about the people that he's in the in the ring with, and I also think that he has elevated the AEW International Championship past the TNT Championship. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's like what the, I was going to say. Yeah, I'm going to say. I think if we're going to do WCW comparisons, I think um, the international title is closer to, like, the United States title and the IC title in WWE. Um, mm. And then um, the TN title is, like, the WCW NWA Television Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because yeah, um, like the the TNT title gets like hot shot it way too much <laughs> to um, take it seriously, um, and you know like guys are getting like one title defense before they lose it, um, not even carrying it for a full month. Um, so um, like yeah, I do I do think Orange Cassidy is like as far as secondary champions are concerned. Um, he feels like the second most important title holder after MJF as far in the men's division. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, so for the match, I'm, I'm going to say, I, I like, I, it, it's right, right now in the match that we know of is, uh, I think it's Aaron Solo, Powell Sobs, and QC Marshall. There's like 17 other people. So, I mean, I, 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 I they, they might have some surprises in there. You know, somebody might pop up and, you know, somebody might get the win, but I'm going to say for right now, um, I'm going to say orange retains and, and that'll be his last successful defense of the, yes. uh, Right. Uh, the, of the AEW international title. Yeah, I agree, Andrew, because to me it would feel, unless you got somebody coming in that's like, oh, like, oh, snap, he's here. Big name. Yeah. Yeah. Like, unless you got somebody like that showing up, like yeah. LeBron shows up because he ain't got nothing else to do. Um, yeah. Like, if, if the king shit, shows shit, up. Shit, shit, I was about to say, uh, if Leo yeah. won, if he won the best yeah. the Super Juniors right now, killing mm, that could yeah. be a name. Ooh. He can, yeah. Hey, bro, real yeah. quick, real quick, real quick, let me say this. Bro, did y'all see that clip? A Leo when the when the people in the crowd handed their baby to him. Did you see that, bro? New Japan, you know they 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 took that down, bro. They struck that clip. I was like, what are y'all y'all wow. doing, bro? Like, yeah. why would you? Because you you know they do that with all like it don't. Well, I, I I I blame I don't blame them for that. You don't want like people thinking they could just hand their babies <laughs> off to <laughs> wrestlers <laughs> and shit like that, man. like. 
Like I, I that's not a precedent I want to be setting. So I, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna. Oh, what are you talking about, Chris? You mean you, you if you know you wouldn't want to hand if you had a son or a daughter, you wouldn't want to hand that beautiful baby boy, baby girl to MJF. You wouldn't want to do that, Chris. Well, if like, see, if I wanted to do something silly like that, I seriously doubt uh, Patrice would be having that. So, um, <laughs> okay, okay, real quick, who are the baby? Yeah. Who are the wrestlers that we would trust with our baby if we had a baby? I say Sting. I would trust thing to hold my baby bianca bianca yeah, bianca, yeah, yeah it, it, bianca. It, it'd be somebody like that it'd be like sting or or be no like not sting bianca sasha um, sasha i think she'd do a decent job Maybe, um, look, black women i think that's the answer black right. women that's the safe answer Jane. Trinity yeah. there you go. I, I, I trust Becky black women and uh, Sting uh, those are the only yeah. people that know <laughs> my baby black women and Sting right yeah Cody um, Co- yeah, oh yeah Cody <laughs> Cody, can, Cody can hold the baby yes yes yeah <laughs> Renee yeah Renee uh, Renee Piquet yeah. there you go she yeah. mocks you let Bob seem like a decent dude. Daniel Bryan can hold Daniel Bryan. Bryan Daniel can hold the baby. But Owen Cassidy, that's a name. There you Owen go. Cassidy. He's yeah, gonna dro- 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 hold, hold, hold the baby with one hand. Like, yeah, right, hold the baby with one hand. Uh, so, so let, let, let's get back at these double, yes. double predictions, um, man. But, but yeah, I, I agree with you, Andrew. I think unless you got somebody that's a really big name, you gotta have Cassidy go over in this one because it would feel kind of cheap. Yeah. Given the performances he's put on to have him lose mm-hmm. the belt in this way, yeah. but it's like this. Yeah. It's it's kind of almost like getting getting back to comic books. You know, we talked about the Joker beating LeBron, but like there was a Batman story uh, called Nightfall, which is the story where spoiler alert, uh, Bane breaks Batman's back. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. and the re- only reason Bane was able to really do that to Batman is because Batman had just like spent a week fighting all the criminals, like putting them back in jail. And so oh, he yeah. was tired, Andrew. And so then Bane caught him slipping, and that was it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of the story here with Orange Cassidy. Like, he's going to get through this, but just the wear and tear of all these title defenses is going to catch up to him. And then that next person in a one-on-one matchup is going to be the person to take the title. What do you think, Chris? Yeah, yeah. I think um, uh, Orange should should probably win. Like I would like if it's a debut. Like my one of my favorite things in uh, the old WCW was um, Ravish and Rick Rude when Sting got injured. You you remember this, Nate? Um, mm-hmm. This is before your time, uh, Andrew. But Sting had gotten um, injured uh, at the um, Halloween Havoc. And Rick Rude took advantage of that <laughs> and uh, beat his ass and took the U.S. title from him. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'd like to see uh, Orange in a in a thing like that eventually. Yeah, shout out yeah, to DC that, for another super chat. He, he said, "Vape bad for your lungs," and, and Big E voice, Nate. <laughs> That's metal in your lungs, brother. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You, you get to watch those people. <laughs> so, 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 so next up, we got the TBS championship. Jade Cargill mm-hmm. defending against Taya Valkyrie. Jade is currently 59 and old, brothers. But I'm, I'm going to say Jade retains over Taya. And then after this, Chris Statlander pops up. And then mm-hmm. the next the next title defense, that's when Jade loses the TBS championship. But she definitely going to hit that 60 and over. It, it, it ain't no way they're going to have her get no. the 59 and, no. and, and not hit 60. But, but I, I think that Chris Statlander makes her return. And then whatever next event, big event they have, or whatever, whenever they set that title match up, 
Chris gonna take the title, and then Jay is gonna cross over to the uh, whatever they got going on with the Outcasts and the AEW Originals, and that, that's that's when she gonna you know be factored into that main AEW Women's Program that they got going on. Yeah, I agree, Andrew. Like Ty is dope. Like Ty was dope in Mexico. Ty was dope in Impact. She uh, they they did her dirty in NXT, I think. But uh, you know, she's just not at the level in terms of like the heat for this feud. I yeah. don't think it's at the level where if you were going to pull the trigger, you would. Besides, you know, we we talked about this with your boy Sid and, and Roman Reigns. Like, numbers matter, to, mm-hmm. you know, when, when you're telling stories. And so 60 is a good, nice round number to put to behind this. Yeah. So, yeah, I think Jade wins. Uh, and and I, I just hope it's a really good match that kind of showcases both of them. Because as we said, Jade has been improving in the ring, and, and we know Ty is legit. Mm-hmm. I'm actually gonna as I say, put more metal into my lungs, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's what he was talking about. Uh, yeah, <laughs> all this vaping going on out here. Yeah, I actually am gonna go against the grain on this one and say Ty is gonna uh-oh. Um, win. Um, wow, this match. I think. Um, Explain yourself, Chris. Well, I just think that they're gonna elevate Jay to the um, world. Um, title thing and with 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 um with Jade, you don't necessarily have to um mention the sixty record or the fifty nine record or whatever. You could just talk about the amount of years that she's had that belt for. Mm-hmm. And what are we going on right now? This is um is this year? It's, it's, huh? it's, it's she in year two right now. Yeah, so she's in. She's been a well, yeah, well, yeah, well, year one, year one, because she she won it at January twenty twenty two. So this is a well, coming up on two years. Coming up on two years. Somewhere. Okay, cool. Okay, yeah. so yeah, they could do that with her. Um, but um, like I, my my biggest thing I don't like about Jade is I never I don't think she's been in a meaningful storyline um, since she's been in AEW. I think the most interesting stuff that she did from a storyline perspective. Um, was with Brandy Rhodes. Um, I, mm-hmm. I, I thought that could have gotten pretty good, you know. What Shout I'm saying? out to the but good then, sister Brandy Rhodes. Yeah, when you a yeah. black belt? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. People had a problem with that. I, I was fine with it because to me, this is like people got to understand about black people. They're like, even somebody sophisticated and refined like Brandy Rhodes. Every black person has that part of them, mm. you know. Like it's just it's it's probably for more people it's it lays more dormant in us, but um, we all got it, you know. Um, and I I, I appreciated uh, Brandy. Code switching is a real thing, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it's it's very very real, man. So um, ain't, ain't, ain't Brandy from Detroit? <laughs> yeah, she is from Detroit. Yeah, yeah. she's from the D. Yeah. He's not playing with her, man. Stop playing with saying? her. She's from Detroit, man. Stop playing with Brandy like that. But yeah, I, I think we all in agreement. Uh, what, what Chris, Chris said, he think they gonna pull the. Uh, Chris said, Chris Chris going said, for the upset. Yeah, he think they are gonna give it to Taya. But yeah, we we gonna see what's gonna happen. But spe- speaking about the uh, women's championships, we had the AEW Women's World Title. We got Jamie Hayter defending against Tony Storm. Mm. Man, I'll you know what? I'm gonna go with the upset on this one. I think that Tony is gonna win the belt back from Jamie. Okay, that's what okay. I think. And she's gonna take that thing to the Outcast, and that's what that's what's mm. gonna go down. Mm-hmm. Mm, let me tell you what I think about this match, Andrew. I think it's a lot of people that's going to be watching this match. It's going to be me and you, your cousin, and your mama too. 
<laughs> rolling down the strip on Vogue's, coming up, slamming Cadillac doors, give it to the outcast. I'm going with Tony Storm in this one. I'm going with Tony Storm now. Yeah. Here's the thing. Like, they, like Paige, uh, uh, Ruby, and Tony, like, they, they are heavily featured on all of these shows, right? Mm-hmm. But it's almost like, and I hate to say it like this, they're being booked like a WWE heel faction. Where, like, right. we get you one week, you get us the next. We get you one week, you get us the next. They like, didn't look like not, damage control. <laughs> I didn't yeah. want to say it, but yes. Yes. And so they need something. And so I think that, you know, Jamie's been a good champion, but the outcasts really need this one. So I, I say give right. it to Tony. Yeah, you want them to feel like the anti uh, damage control. Damage control for somebody else. <laughs> yeah. <has> belts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because damage control, mm. nobody ever predicts them to win anything now. Um, one thing I will say is that um, I think that. Um, hold on, hold on, they, Chris. Hold on, yeah. Chris. Hold on. We got to get to this comment. Sir, Black Mega Man, how dare you, sir? He said, yes, inside every black woman is the possibility of a bad promo. Sir. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, he, well, he, he wild and out, bro. Yeah, can, can you, can you even call can you even call that a promo? And, and that, the, 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 my, 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 um, my response to that is what has Brandy Rhodes, not Brandy Rhodes, what has um Jay been in since she's been in AEW, that's been better than that. Right. That that initial I, feud with, with yeah. Red Velvet and Brandy. Yeah, because that, 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 that resulted in a match uh, with Shaggy, yeah. even though Red, yeah. Red, Red Velvet was on the other side of the stage. Yeah, there, there's nothing that she's done in AEW, like from a storyline standpoint, that's been better than that. So you could mm. call it a bat pro ball you want to, but it's what else has she fucking done, you know? <laughs> I know. Wait, yeah. If you could say something better, mm. so, and so say it with your chest and mean it. Ooh, mm. Yeah. Mm. okay. Professor <laughs> After Dark. It's funny you say After Dark is Chris. My bad. Chris looked like an informant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to figure out. Um, Alexa lights, lights brighter. <laughs> There we go. Okay. Yeah, I was wondering what the hell was going on with that. Thank you for saying that. Did, did Chris give a prediction on the uh, on the match? Yeah, he, he, I, I, no, I don't think he did because it's your prediction. No, I, think, I, I, I think uh, I think uh, Tony's going. Tony going to take it. Yeah, it's, it's going to okay. win it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so next next up we got Adam Cole versus Chris Jericho in the unsanctioned mm. match. I, I I think that uh, you know what? Where I I, I I think Chris Jericho going to be Adam Cole. Mm. I think it's gonna be Adam Cole. That's what I think. I I, I think that Jericho. To, I I think that when we, from 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 just seeing Jericho fuse, I think that when, when you see him, when he's the one that's like getting um, when he's on the receiving end a lot, normally he's the one that comes out mm-hmm. on top. And and I think that even with last week when uh when Roderick Strong got the best of him, Roderick Strong got the pin over him. Like I mean I, I, I mean but but also also within within that same that same talking point. He put Eddie o, Eddie Kingston over at uh, at Revolution, but I mean yep. Jer- Jericho eventually got his leg back when he had that dumbass finish in that uh in that barbed wire every match. Yeah, um, yeah. But but I'm gonna say for this go around, I think that uh, Adam Cole will eventually beat Jericho, but I think Jericho will get the first W over uh, over Adam Cole. Yeah, uh, I think that when you look at this, this this might be one of the hardest matches to call uh, on the card for me, Andrew, because I can make a good argument for either one. 
yeah. to come away with the victory. Like this is Adam Cole's first major match back, you know, since he returned. Uh, so you would, you would want to give him that victory to give him the momentum. But I do think this is not going to be a one and done with these two. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, now with Jericho. Nah, nah. So I think Jericho's <laughs> going to get the first win, but Cole is eventually going to finish the story to use Devontae's terminology. So that, 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 that's saying hurt my heart these days, man. man. The story. Cody ain't finishing shit. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't. They're not even going to let him fight for this new belt that they just made up out of nowhere. Yeah, it's um, hard times, brother. Hard times. So what, yeah, what you think? What you think of Chris? Chris Jericho, Adam Cole, unsanctioned match. Uh, yeah, I. So this is a silly storyline. I just gotta. I don't like it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought just the fucking Save by the Bell kind of thing they did, if, or nine oh two one zero. I'll say it was like nine oh two one zero level. <laughs> you talking with the belt? Yeah, they were they were holding. Um, Adam Cole and he's ho- ho- hollering for Brit. I'm sorry, baby. Come on, man. This is where people who don't watch wrestling, if they come into the room, they, 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 they come into the room in that part. Yeah, they, they're gonna be like, "What is this silly?" shit you're watching you know? um, they they just did that in such a way come on come on chris let it, let it play out chris yeah, yeah, yeah bro it just immediately took you out of it right so um to get to get people to use the government yeah yeah to get to get people to care about this i do think jericho uh, needs to win because um, oh my goodness, with, without Jericho winning this thing, it's it just it. I don't think you ever care about this feud. So get Jericho, mm. and then just kind of tilt it away from that stupid shit. Have Jericho do something a little bit more like dastardly, and like and I don't. I just don't think Adam Cole, and this isn't a knock on him, but I just don't think you buy him in that role. Bro, like, Adam Cole is a heel, bro. He yeah, is a I don't think heel, he, his bro. his his acting skills are not up to par. Like, you know who was really good at that shit back in the day was um Ricky Steamboat. Yeah, he, he was so good at being sympathetic to where if you know, if you are a non wrestling fan and you walked in, like I remember this one thing. My, I'm gonna try not to go off on a tangent <laughs> where uh the Dangerous Alliance were like out there and they're causing trouble. And Missy Elliott smacks him in the face. And it wasn't even Missy Elliott or Missy Hyatt. It was uh, Medusa. It was Medusa. Medusa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Missy Elliott slapped Ricky Steamboat. was like, Medusa smacks yes, him in the face. Yes, it was Medusa. And then, uh, and then he, and then he <laughs> instinctively... Hey, he instinctively smacks her back, and then yes. once he smacked her, he, he realizes, "Oh, I smacked this girl," and he starts to feel like shit. And as the audience, you sympathize with them, and then the whole dangerous alliance beat him up and stuff. And then, like even with Macho Man, he was always so good at that <laughs> role. And Adam Cole is just not good at that stuff. But, but, but with Adam Cole, I feel like 
So Adam Cole, Adam Cole has always done great heel work, even before he was yeah. in WWE when he was in ROH and you know, he was doing some stuff for PWG or whatever it was. But like, Adam, yeah. Cole, Adam Cole has always been most effective to me as a heel. And I feel like his presentation yeah. is always yeah. best when he's like that shit talker, like, you know, yeah. getting over on people, you know, always crossing somebody over yeah, to, get yeah. to, to elevate yeah, himself. Yeah. I feel like that's Adam Cole's best. Hold on, wait, wait, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Like, I, I feel like Cole, like, I feel like that's, that, that's that's always been him in the marquee is when he's the one that's like the slimy, like, you know, the dance to be right. here. Like, he's always been positioned best when he's in that role. And I feel like he, even – like, I, I think that with this, this specific storyline, when you see Cole, I, I think that him being on the All Access show, they're trying to make him – like feel like you know said the, the relatable guy and he is relatable like if you see Adam right. Cole off screen and you see him do these interviews he seems like one of the nicest people that you ever meet in his lifetime he really does seem like a nice person but I feel like Adam Cole is so good at being a heel that he's so associated with that that it's hard for people to see him outside yeah. of that specific bubble yeah you go ahead oh the way real quick let me no, read this Chris if, if you, he, like he's he, uh, but black 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 Mega Man said Cole's winning. I think they are setting him up for a title shot later this year. Oh yeah, he definitely challenged the uh, MJF. That that's for sure. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, I think, and I, I don't know if I would do that necessarily yet, but I'll more on that in a second. Um, I think that Adam Cole is not somebody that can be is not a sympathetic baby face mm-hmm. he's a he's like a badass baby face if i was gonna mm, like the right. level of what where if he's gonna be a baby face he needs to be more like randy orton um mm-hmm. hangman page yeah or or yeah well hang i think yeah mm-hmm. you could you could no, say no, that. Was, hey, don't, hey, don't slander hey, this hey, man hey, hangman, no, 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 i'm just, hey, no, I'm hey, just hey, saying was out there knocking folks head off but, but he, i don't i think i'm i'm think he needs to be like more he needs to lean more on the anti-hero side right like an orton or, or an austin yeah, yeah yeah then he does in the in this courting because i if, i mean i just can't Brittany. never if he, if he <laughs> did that with uh randy orton it would be the silliest shit ever like I remember, they they tried to do that with with Triple H, and that was silly, man. Mm-hmm. Like with with, with 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 Triple H, when Randy Orton had um, Stephanie, and right. he was like, you know, if anything, it made you side with Randy Orton more because Triple H <laughs> was so horrible at that. Um, and I think you just got to cast people like where like in like Sting. Ricky Steamboat, mm-hmm. modern day, someone like a um, like Hangman. I think Hangman Page would have did better at at what what right. um what uh what's his name is Cole is doing mm-hmm. um than than Cole. I think he I think Hangman Page could pull off the sympathy a little bit better. Daniel right. Bryan can do it. Um, mm-hmm. not that's not something that every baby face even needs to be fucking doing you know mm. so, 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 they, so go ahead chris no i was saying i was gonna say so if they are sympathetic they got to be sympathetic in a way that still makes them look like a badass like like steve austin when right. he fought bret hart bleeding from the face and stuff so, so next yeah. so next up we got the anarchy in the arena we got the blackpool combat club taking mm. on brad Nance and john moxley Claudio Casanoli and Willie you to take you on the reformed mm. the elite back and forth mm. for us. The Young Bucks, uh, Matt Nick Jackson, Nick Jackson, Kenny Omega, and Hangman Page is officially back on their side. <clears throat> you want know this one, bro? I'm going to go. E- e- even though the elite are back together, I'm going to say, nah, never mind. 
I, 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 I think the elite gonna get the dust. I was about to say Blackpool Combat Club, and I remember Wheeler Yuta was in this match. He taking that pin. So like, I'm gonna say the elite gonna get the win on, on this one. Yeah, no, no disrespect to Wheeler Yuta. Yeah, shout out yeah. Wheeler Yuta, bro. Wheeler Yuta he, like that. Love the brother, but he is he is in this match for a reason, not just because he's he, a hey, talented performer. He, he, hey, Nate, Nate, he he like uh like like so, so some of the wrestlers on the New Japan undercards. Like when, when you see like when you see Los Angeles Day upon you got. You got uh, you got Naito, you got Hiromu, mm-hmm. you got Shingo, and then you got Bushi. You know Bushi taking a pin. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So that's so like that. that I, I think that's kind of what this is in a way. Will, yeah. Will is gonna be all right though. He's gonna be just fine. Yeah, I think the elite win, and um, Will or Yuta is getting kicked out of the uh, Blackpool Combat Club for losing. Mm. I, I, I think they're gonna and they're gonna replace him with somebody that could pull off the asshole stuff. Um, a little bit better than Will or Yuta, you know. Missy Elliott. I <laughs> said, <laughs> so "What you thinking, Nate?" I I, I agree uh, with you and Chris. Like, I do think like the Blackpool Combat Club can sustain a loss, particularly if you're talking about this thing, this elite, you know, story. And I would say, you know, I would weave this back into the Hangman page of it all. Because to me, the Hangman Page story is still probably the best story AEW has ever told start to finish. And mm. this is kind of that coming full circle where he's like, I, it's Bobby Brown coming back. You know what I'm saying? It's like if I went to Bush Gardens, Andrew, and I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, instead of just three people from New Edition, Johnny Gill walks out. And I'm like, oh, snap, Johnny Gill here. Michael Bivens comes out. He's running the show, Bell Bib DeVoe. Now you know, Andrew. And, and that's cool. And then all of a sudden, here comes Hangman Bobby Brown on stage. And it's like, damn, the whole squad back together. And I think that's why, you know, the elite have to win this. Um, and I, I mm-hmm. like Chris's idea of, you know, Wheeler being the fall guy, Wheeler being the, the you know, the dude that loses in this one. And mm-hmm. then that forcing the Blackpool Combat Club to turn on him, start to eat their own. Because then that makes, I think, you know, you talk about sympathetic baby faces. I think, you know, these dudes. Yeah. Turning on Wheeler, that makes Wheeler super sympathetic. Yeah, that's that, that's my that's my idea. And then I could I could even see them like do, Man, doing ch- some, ch- like like trying to make him earn his way back in or something like that. No, not just kick him out completely, and then <laughs> bring in somebody like um what's the guy's name that he was fighting in um in a Jericho's thing? Daniel Garcia. Garcia, yeah, I think you could do a thing where like. We worked out a deal where we we uh, traded your ass. Yeah, they trade, we got, your ass. yeah, yeah, because because um, and then Garcia's like, I am a wrestler, but I'm not the kind of wrestler that these guys are, or something. And you can kind of like, because mm. I think Garcia pulls off the asshole, um, probably a little bit be- better than uh, Wheeler. So um, I th- I think that um, and you're and you're turning on him. Because like, and you can make him like give them a reason to kind of do it, saying like we turned on you because you you did some like weakness, like you, ain't, you a, ain't built for this life. Yeah, you did some weakness. You you know you should have let like Jer maybe Jer like one of those guys is threatening to like hit him with something, and he and Willer Euler gives up because of that. And then that's why they turn on him because he was too weak. And like you said, he's not built for this life, right? Let me ask you this. What song is going to be playing during the Anarchy in the Arena match? 
whose theme song is going to be blast? Because, you know, last year they had, uh, I think they was playing Judas Wild, over the arena. Oh, they was playing Wild, yeah, Wild Thing over thing. the arena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was there live last year, yeah. What, 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 what song do you think they going to be playing over the speakers this year? I mean, Hangman's is dope, but I don't know if that's going to be the one. I ain't trying to listen to that shit for five minutes, bro. Nah, right. That's the thing. Eight minutes or whatever. I ain't trying to listen to that shit, bro. Yeah. Can you imagine yeah, that yeah. just going to repeat yeah. all the time? Cause, yeah, because I'm not even a big fan of that version of uh, Wild Thing, but right. you, it goes with that kind the theme of, of yeah. theme. Like, it's like, it's Yo, like, for real, uh, they, should put, they should bring back uh, yeah. uh, Brian Danielson's uh, Trap Final Count. The the ride of the Valkyries, uh, so so deaf remix. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just play that for the whole. Yeah, place. yeah. I said I'd be cool with that. I liked um the uh remember back in the day when uh New Jack they used to play Natural Born Killers. Yeah. Uh, when he would come out, yeah, it just needs to be something that goes with. The, the theme of the match. The, the yeah. match, yeah. Mm-hmm. It can't be something like uh just some whack ass theme. It's got to be. <laughs> Like, cause, he, like I said, I don't love Wild Thing, but for that setting, right? It very, it really did work. Yeah, and uh, what's the, what's the elite? What they? I'm, I'm not trying to hit away with sons. Why? why no, they, no, no, not carry on my way with that. Like, yeah, 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 no, that's a fucking like touching song too. You know, that's, that's like, some like some like, elevator. Like, like you that, step in the elevator, you go into the top floor. Yeah, that's that's a playing in the background. Yeah, that that's a that's a song about. Um, finding your way. It doesn't go with a, a fight, you know. Mm. Um, Maybe that should be Chris's job. Like, if Chris can get a job with AEW since he is, like, post-wrestling <laughs> resident wrestling music expert, having listened to Slam Jam Volume 1, hey, like, hey, Chris can uh, pick the music for uh, Anarchy in the Arena. Will Washington, give me give me a holler, man. <laughs> <laughs> holler at your dude. Yo, he lobbying lo- lo- for the gig. He about to yeah, I, I, think, I, I think we were do another CD. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. Y'all let me know. Uh, should we review the WrestleMania album? Mm. Should we do review Macho Man's album? John Yo, what was the, uh, what was the AEW Cena's. joint like that, that Reg was a part of? Oh, the uh, uh, I, I think that was for the Black History, um, project. yeah, the Black History, yeah, mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah. Just well, I'll put, mm-hmm. I'll put some options on Twitter and y'all can yeah, let, vote, let the people decide. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I say in, the, in the main event of the night, mm-hmm. fellas, we got a pillars four way match for Here the AEW World Championship. We, go. we got MJF defending against Sammy Guevara versus Jungle Boy Jack Perry versus Darby Allen. For me. Just seeing the way this thing has turned out, I would have been perfectly fine with the Pillars 4-Way taking place on Dynamite and then we getting MJF versus Darby at the pay-per-view because mm. I feel like Darby's the only one that's really uh, captivated my attention yeah. in terms of like being on par with MJF. I feel like MJF has gotten, um, to be honest, like an unfair uh, rap in this specific feud because he, it feels like he has to carry Sammy and Jungle Boy up to his level. I think that, of course, Sammy and... Uh, Jack Perry are, are good wrestlers, great wrestlers. I, I think they are very, very talented in ring. But when it comes to on the mic, I feel like Darby's been the only one that's been able to keep up with MJF and actually make people care. And I, honestly, I think a part of Darby's interest is the fact that if MJF were to beat him, 
where does that line up with Sting? And maybe mm. we see Sting get his AEW mm. World Championship match. And then maybe that's it. For real, Nate, I, I wouldn't be mad, bro, if it's Sting versus MJF at the at all in. And that'd be Sting retirement match. And then MJF retires Sting. I wouldn't be mad at that, bro. <clears throat> yeah. I, I really would. I, I, Sting, and this is not some thing where people try to write off Sting. Sting has said this publicly. Like he said, like, I, like this year, bro, I'm. Like he, it's, it's over, you know what I'm saying? He, you know what I'm saying? And then, again, this ain't no thing with people trying to write him off. He has said this publicly, so like, yeah. so if this is gonna be Sting's final swan swan song, what better way than to get that man an AW World Championship match? And then after MJF beat Sting, the week after that they got All Out. And if you want to go out with a bang at All Out, what better way, Nate and Chris, than to have Eddie Kingston take the strap off MJF the next mm. week? After mm. he beats thing and you give mm. Eddie Case in this big crowning moment in, in all elite wrestling, what a what 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 a way, what a mm. way! Because I mean, and then you got yeah. the story that when MJF having to have two title defenses back to back in a pay per view because you know he already the story he doesn't wrestle that much, so him yeah. being put in that situation and then going against Eddie, but the crowd gonna be crazy for that. They, they got your got your story ready made yeah. right there. But what you mm. what you think about the the, the build up to this match, Nate and um. And who you think will come out on top? I mean, again, I think MJF will win, of course. But what you think, Nate? Tell you what, man. We thought this brother's name was Andrew Thompson. Turns out, Chris, this man's name is Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> young, young fella out here cooking. <laughs> yeah, cooking. Yeah. I like that, Andrew. I like that a lot. I think the match is like the match is going to be good. Like all four of these dudes can go. Like the match itself is going to be good, maybe even great. Uh, but when you talk about the story, I think. The the Sammy Darby, uh, excuse me, the uh, Darby MJF stuff has been the biggest, most resonant part of the story. Uh, right. Because, again, it's contrast. You know what I mean? It's the contrast of this dude MJF, this guy that is, you know, this privileged prick, and this dude Darby. That's like the outcast and not the, the outcast that, that keep losing on this program, but like the outcast <laughs> of society. And he's got this father figure and sting and and like i like that confrontation a couple of weeks ago where sting and dark mm-hmm. i mean we're stinging at mjf had mm-hmm. that promo back and forth and so that right. is the to me that's the heart of this match chris um yeah but i do think that when you got sammy and when you got jungle boy jungle jack perry as jr would call him out on these streets uh in the match like they're gonna add to it and you know i think this would be the counter argument to your point earlier about AEW not really landing with a lot of its homegrown talent. They try. Sometimes they just don't deliver. Sometimes it just doesn't (laughs) hit. But I think with these four, to varying degrees, they've hit on these four. And so I think it's going to be a good match. I think MJF retains. I don't think Darby eats the pin, though. Mm. Because I think this is a match, a one-on-one match you can go back to down the line. If, if Andrew's uh, wonderful uh, meal that he cooked up doesn't come to fruition because I do like that idea of Sting versus man. Come on, man! And then Eddie winning the belt off MJF. That's great. I actually look at this slightly different. Okay, okay. Speak on it, Chris. I'm. I'm, I don't think MJF is going to win. I think that Darby Allen is going to win by pinning Sammy Guevara. And then I think it's going to start a feud between Sammy Guevara and um, MJF. Cause, and then MJF is going to be able to say, I never lost the belt or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Darby Allen 
I could see him either um, like losing the belt right back to um, to uh, MJF. MJF after a couple of weeks. Um, the, 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 the only reason why I'm saying this is because they is because they need something for WBD. Uh, because I think W, I think they 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 owe WBD some kind of solid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think they need they 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 did a eight hundred thousand uh, viewers again um, this past week. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they need to hit that million this week. Um, I think if if you could if you could get the belt on Darby in a way that's not gonna disrupt your storylines like too drastically right i think you go on ahead and do that um and um and uh just see where it goes but um i'm i'm gonna go against the grain and i know i'm Mm. probably wrong but i just don't want to pick mjf uh not in this situation i want to i want to say darby um and they go for the cheap ratings pop for a week okay Um, and uh, we'll see what happens. Okay. That, that, that's the conclusion of the double and nothing match, y'all, fellas. So we will see what happens next Sunday. And and, and, and they're going head-to-head with NXT Battleground. Well, not head-to-head, mm. but I, I think it's mm-hmm. on it, like, similar time or something like that. Like, maybe, like, and I think Battleground will be off, like, halfway through double or nothing or something like that. So we'll, we'll see that WWE Chase trying to counter program. They're using Sean Developmental kind of program. <laughs> <laughs> but but brother Nate, that, that that's all we got hey, for the news. We did brother. it. We did it. Thank you, Andrew Thompson. Look at that. Under three hours. The news this week, you know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, we 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 want to be wary and, and 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 mindful of Chris's time. He's going through a lot right now, man. Uh, <laughs> this man, the mayor of LA. Uh, pretty soon we can call him Cancun Chris. Cancun Andrew. Chris. He's gonna be no, out here. Over. Vacationing. It's, no, it's yes. Yeah, it, this shit is over, man. Let's, let's stop. You're not yeah, even saying it's going to be a gentleman sweep. It's going to be a sweep. Nah, sweep. Nah, it's, look, man. I, 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 I'm Lake, not, Lake is packing yeah, the chat. Yeah, I don't. I'm not one of those people that like. Look, the the, the Denver was Denver Nuggets were better this year. I didn't see the game, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not about to get on these streets and blame the refs like a fucking bitch. <laughs> like I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna give, um, I'm gonna give uh, wow. the Nuggets their props. Wow, because the Nuggets Nuggets are legit. Better, yeah. It's it's that simple. All right, like they're the higher seed for a reason. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. You know, and the Lakers and look, they overachieved this year. They need to move some parts. It just is what it is. Mm, this man, Chris. Hey, but you know what, Chris? If we've learned nothing from uh, wrestling booking, so LeBron loses <clears throat> this this chance at a ring. Um, mm. Adam Silver is going to come out next week and create a new NBA title <laughs> that LeBron can go after. Right. Uh, Cancun. We, we, yeah, right. The, the Cancun <laughs> yeah. championship that LeBron can go after. Yeah. And, and it's going to be great. Right, yeah. You know what, Nate? Um, I do need to say this to you. Because there was a time, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you remember this or not, <laughs> but when the when they broke when they didn't when they had Lesnar um, beat Undertaker for the streak, mm-hmm. and most of us people on the law at that time and on online were saying, "Yeah, this is we understand this." Brock Lesnar, they were they were burying him. This this win is going to help. 
um, Brock Lesnar. Um, and you were the one person mm. who said, um, no, nah, I would have given it to Roman mm. because um, I think Ro- there's more of an upside with Roman Reigns. And people were saying, ah, nature wrong and stuff like that. And then what happened is history has proven you right. Mm. <laughs> and that's the funny thing about hindsight and history is sometimes it's like in that moment, you might not necessarily be right, but hindsight has proven you right because at the end, they still ended up having Undertaker beat a Roman Reigns beat Undertaker at WrestleMania anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And Brock Lesnar, you know, they could have rehabbed him in another way. It wasn't like necessary for Lesnar to beat that streak. I think Roman would have gotten way more out of that. And I say all that to say this Cody Rhodes thing, mm. They, it's it's still stupid. They they should have went with Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania. They have not hey, made a counter hey, argument. Hey Chris, you, you want to know it's crazy? It, it's like the as as the weeks go by, it's more evident that Cody yes. should have won the title. Like it's funny because like you you would think at some point over the over the coming weeks, like it'd have been like okay, maybe that was the right choice. But it's like as the weeks go on, it becomes more we clear. It that, that, it, it, it's right. like you're, you're you're seeing it more clear that Cody should have won the title. Like. Especially when he did that whole promo thing about how the breakdown of the bloodline was happening, I don't understand right. why why that couldn't happen with, while Cody is world champion, and then you have Roman trying to like regain some type of self esteem by going out to Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn's tag titles. Like, it's, mm. I, don't, yeah, I don't know, yeah. bro. But. And, and, and yeah, it's, hey, it's hey, just hey, like- hey, hey, Chris, let me ask you this real quick. Can you the camera on Chris? Nate? I was like, Chris, I wanted to actually ask you this. Like, do you think? They're going to run it back in SummerSlam, and do you think they'll be able to recapture that same atmosphere that they had at Mania? No, nah, they're never recapturing that atmosphere <laughs> at WrestleMania. You can feel it in the city. I didn't even go to WrestleMania that year, but every event I went to, like it was, it, that was Cody Rhodes' time, and they did not go go with it. You know what I'm saying? This, this, this kind of silliness, this overthinking that WWE sometimes does. It just it makes no sense. Like, um, I really don't know what why they did they did it that way. Um, it was an illogical conclusion to that story. Um, yeah, I'm about to say it's going to be even pointless if they like it's going to be like, well, why would you do it at SummerSlam? Why would you right, just right. do it at Mania? Yeah, and I think, and I've heard people say that they they've liked the stuff with the Usos and Roman, and, and it's been okay. But I mean, that shit getting old now, bro. You you could have gotten to that same place with Cody. Winning, Ex- you know? Exactly. It's 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 it's, it's it would have made more sense. Yeah, it would have made a lot more sense. Like, why would like Roman? I mean, I guess you could give him the um those belts. You know, I mean, I I don't know. Um, this is just the, the, the thing is you have to, anytime you got to twist yourself out of logic pretzels <laughs> to explain <laughs> a storyline probably means it's not, you, you, you did something that you probably shouldn't have done. And there's just way too many, like people, like you, you have to come up with like reasons and excuses that make no sense. And you have to say, well, um, 
if Cody does this or if Cody does that or mm-hmm. if you, it's like. Hey. But, but, but one of the things I'm constantly seeing from like Road Dog and like a couple other people like Steve Austin, they they, they make these points that like, well, well, if Cody wins the belt, then where does he go from here? Uh, yes. dumbass. He has Gunther to, to mm-hmm. go back on. You got McIntyre. You got the running back with Seth Rollins. You got AJ. You got yep. the X, Y, and Z. Yeah. You got all these different people that you could run these matches back with. So you many got French Solo. Matchups. You got Solo. Right. You got a possible match with Sami Zayn down the line. You got so many people that you can run these yep. storylines with Cody with. Like, bro, I, I wish they would just admit that, bro, it was just a wrong call. It was a they bad call. It. Yeah. it was a bad call, bro. Yeah. It was a bad call. Yeah, and that's, it, that's all it was. Real quick, Chris, like, my, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep my comments short because when I said, and I appreciate you, you know, stating for the record and letting the people know that I was right about yeah, the Undertaker-Brock Lesnar match, much like I'm yeah. right about this Cody Rhodes situation, much like I will be. Right about the good brother Omos, uh, you know. <laughs> you know, I'm on the right side of history with the Homo Sapiens. But the decision to not put the belt on Cody, like the the booking here, the booking is something that just makes you say, "Huh?" When <laughs> when Cody Devontae Rose, Andrew, that man. Oh man, that man. The shirt makes you say, "Uh." Oh. Right. The shirt. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> and I, I do. I will say this about I'm Cody. Lead us up here for why you talk, Chris. Yeah, yeah. Leave it up. <laughs> Um, I will say this about Cody is Cody didn't lose and just automatically drop off, you know? Um, He's still kind of maintaining his relevancy. Um, I do think... In spite of the booking. Right. And I I, I don't... Hey, hey, Chris, who do you think going to win the match with him and Brock and the champions? Do you think Cody going to win Money in the Bank? And that's how they're going to get to him and Roman again? I, I don't know I don't know about that I I hope that that's what happens that's what I would do but um I could see WWE doing some some kind of <laughs> where, where they give it to somebody else um I I think that Roman is um like I said I I cannot sit through this until Philadelphia <laughs> I just I just can't do it. Um, I've, I've been, um, like I haven't been watching WWE as a whole. I haven't watched a whole episode of raw or SmackDown since that happened. I watched the clips and I'm, I'm, what I do is I make myself conversational about WWE for, for this show, but I'm not going to sit through this Roman Reigns crap, um, for another year. So I'm not going to be watching a full episode of raw or SmackDown until this crap is over with, you know. But I just, I, I do hate when WWE does this kind of thing, though, because they've, they've been doing this for forever, man. They always, they, they don't book something that they should have booked, and then they end up doing it every, yes. anyway. They're trying to uh, uh, reverse engineer WrestleMania moment. Yeah, like they did, they did that. Like, um, I remember when they had, Edge was on like a mini women winning streak. And then they just had to um, blow. They blew it in a money in the bank match, you know. Had him lose and break the streak. And it's like he should have eventually fought Undertaker in a streak versus streak match. And then the very next year, they had him fight Undertaker, and Edge didn't have the streak anymore. It's like, why do you do this kind of shit? You know what I'm saying? Um, and they just this is just a constant thing with WWE. It's not a new thing because they did it with mm-hmm. Luger. 
like, and I'll, like I said, I've, I've said on another show, I've met Lex Luger twice. Once when I was a, <laughs> a small kid, like that was like um, 13 years old. And then another time when I was 16 years old. When I met Lex Luger when I was 13 years old, Lex Luger does not like, does not like children. Or that that version of Lex Luger. Don't hand Lex like Luger your babies. He did. He yeah. He he wouldn't know what to do with that thing. I don't think Lex Luger hates children. He just doesn't love them. He's like, get get your snotty nose out my fucking face. Um, and then the very um, and then three years later, I met him, and I was a little bit more older. I had just got my driver's license, and he was nicer when I met him. But he still had better things to do than fuck with fans. He was like, "Sorry, kids, I, I gotta go pick up my Ico Pro." Yeah, and and I'm not saying this to bash Lex Luger. I'm just shout saying, out to Lex Luger. Yeah, because I, I like Lex Luger. I'm just saying, like his personality wasn't probably the best suited for the world championship. You could make that argument on a logical level, at yeah. least. Um, Brett was way more suited for for those kind of roles, like Cena is, and mm-hmm. you know, The Rock, all those people. Um, and uh, yeah, I just, I really, really, really need WWE to end this bloodline stuff because, like, like, like I also said on another show, the bread was perfect. You know, they if if you taken the bread out of the oven at <laughs> WrestleMania. You would have had some nice, perfect bread where you just put butter on it and then the butter instantly melts <laughs> and you bite into it and it's mouth-watering and mm. delicious. And I'm hungry now. Like a, like a oh, Thomas yeah. English muffin with the nooks yes, and crannies. So, yeah, something but, like that. I but, said, I'm, I'm, I'm hungry now. Then we got to wrap up this podcast, man. But, 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 <laughs> but they left the bread in the oven too long and now you're scraping the burnt <laughs> off that shit they're fucking looking for the edible parts of it, and mm. it's it's just not good anymore. If Chef Andrew Thompson cooked the bread, it would have been great. Right? Yeah, yeah. You have to figure out what you're gonna what you're gonna do with that, man. Maybe I can make some stuffing out this year. <laughs> I don't know, but it's it's they gotta they gotta move on past the bloodline. It was good in its moment. You got to move on past it. You know, you're mm. not you're not New Japan. New Japan has found ways to refresh um, the Bullet Club multiple times. That shit you're, is. You're, you're not going to do that. So what with, you're saying, Chris, hold on, hold on. It's all coming together now. So to refresh the bloodline, much like the Bullet Club, Jeff Jarrett <laughs> needs to join the bloodline is what you're saying, Chris? I think. I think anything would be better than maybe have Jeff Jarrett take over the bloodline. <laughs> I don't know. They got that, that might be problematic, yeah, though. Like the blood, the only way you can refresh the bloodline is just add new members. Just to bring it. Dwayne in. Yeah, bring bring other island folks to it. You know, The Rock's bring, daughter. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody. Yeah, something like that. Because this is this is played out now. Real um, quick, Andrew. Because uh, Black Mega Man did bring up a great question in the comment. Because you you just you just slandered that Cody Devontae Rhodes make him say uh shirt. Would you rather wear that or the Britt Baker black eye shirt? Oh, the Cody shirt. Oh, oh, easily the Cody shirt. <laughs> yeah, man, What you trying to do to us over here, man? You trying to have us walk down the street 
with a white woman, with a <laughs> black, with black eye, black eyes. That is not happening on these NWA streets. <laughs> so, yes. The fuck you trying to get us beat down and whatnot? Like you said, you trying to. You try That's the setup. You passed the test, Andrew. You passed yeah. the test. You trying to get I, us. I, you trying to get I us carried on these streets? Nigga? I, I, I who, asked, who asked that question? I would, I would you know who it was? Black man, Mega Man. Sure. He cut oh. up in the chat. No, no, don't ask that kind of stuff. <laughs> don't ask us that kind of stuff, bitch. <laughs> hey. But yeah, I yeah. I say, could Chris answer that shit for me? I ain't even need to answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm gonna get you, I'm gonna get you a different shirt though for, for your birthday, Andrew. I'm gonna get you uh uh the Cody uh MLK Malcolm X shirt for you for your birthday. I ain't wearing that shit either. <laughs> <laughs> Went into the Black History Museum in DC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, who's that it's, white man with Malcolm X? It's, it's, speak, speaking of history, Nate, this episode was history, Ooh. and like I, like I like how Chris was talking about with his uh when he was making his food analogies. I'm about to go make history in the kitchen, so let's let's go ahead and let's, uh, let's wrap it on up, so Andrew. <laughs> Andrew, you talked about the uh, you know what you serving up in the kitchen, but talk to these people about what you serving out here on post wrestling and on Andrew Thompson interviews, brother. Yeah, man. Uh, you check out my grid work over at postwrestling.com, man. Uh, got a lot of good stuff coming out. Always got some, some, some very, uh, information filled news updates. So go check those out and be make sure to post one tomorrow before the New Japan resurgence and be covering that show and the site. So go, uh, go support your boy, man. I think I about, I think I got about like 6,000 some plus articles up on the site. Okay. Okay. Pushing the war 7,000, man. So yeah, we, uh, we're going to see what's going on with that. And then on the Andrew Thompson interviews YouTube channel, I'm putting up clips. Um, of some past interviews, and the, the numbers doing kind of you know, doing something decent. I was kind of surprised to see 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 some of the uh, nice little feedback to that man. It's, it's, it's some it's still some small, but you know we 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 moving the way up. So um, yeah, I'm proud of that. And um, yeah, follow me on Twitter ad thompson underscore underscore, and same thing on Instagram. All right, all right. That's the nephew, the youngest in charge, Andrew Thompson. Post wrestling, Andrew Thompson interviews. Talk this man out here talking to Christian Cage, talking to Double J. Ain't he great? Ain't he great? Shout out to Double J, next AEW World Tag Team Champion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and speaking of championships, a man who won't have a championship this year to celebrate. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. The Cancun uh, Championship. The can- yeah, <laughs> yes, you're gonna get the new world championship that Adam Silver creates no, I, uh, I for LeBron and, and and Embiid to fight over. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to Cancun after the way they did that sister out there and mm. uh, all that. But um, but what will you be doing, Chris? And where can people find what you will be doing? All right, when, so, you, when you do it. So I'm uh, I'm I'm gonna work on my next WrestleNomics article for the month of May. What I'm actually gonna write about, I haven't really decided yet. I really did like my April argument. Though um, about um, privilege and wrestling, and what I love the most about it is it pissed off a lot of white wrestling fans, <laughs> um, <laughs> a lot of a lot of racist white wrestling fans. Yes, I think that's an important and, qualifier. Yeah, and then um, and the, the thing, the best opinions are opinions that you can back up with facts. Mm-hmm. Again, I took it took me twelve hours to write that article. Because all I did that night when I wrote the article is look for receipts on WWE and their stereotyping and like 
just questionable storylines, you know. So I'm talking about of which there are many, and there's yeah, and I we had to edit it down because there are so many. Um, so I love that article. Um, just read the comments if you don't believe me. The the the, the about the uh, people talking shit. Read those comments, man. Um, and I'm not a hot take person. I just like look, man. I'm I just um, it just cracks me up when people. Um, shout out to T. Anthony. Yeah, uh, it it just um, cracks me up when people are mad at you for the right reasons, right? Um, yes, you, like Chris it, was like that uh, yeah. Hannibal Burris gift. Like, why are you booing me? You know I'm right. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's one of those things. Like if if someone had like a legitimate criticism, I'm, I take that stuff seriously and I mm. would agree with it. But all the stuff was. Like, what are you talking about, man? And blah, blah, blah. why are you accusing WWE? You know, just get over yourself. But yeah, uh, KM Easy does it on Twitter. It's not up on the screen because um, I don't know. I don't even know why that handle is there. Uh, <laughs> but um, we'll fix that on the next episode. And uh, yeah, thank. Uh, uh, I'm just great to be on for another month and. Uh, Lakers, we got next year. So, uh, chill. Mm. The, the, um, I would, I would have given LeBron all the praise in the world if he would won it this year at number seven, and that would have been the story for the ages. Mm. What, what could have been? What could have been? Could have been. Do you know? Hard times breed better men, Chris. So yeah, we'll if, see. like if he comes back and wins four in a row. <laughs> Uh, then, then, yeah. yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd be like, look, man, that that'd be a. I'd be like, I'd tell my students, yo, we're taking the month off of um, of uh, school this month. Everyone gets an A, uh, <laughs> and that'd be the end of that. Yeah. Um, as for me, there's a couple places you can find me. One of those places you can find me, you can also find Chris, and that is as I do my own camera work. Bam, Kings of Sport Podcast. Just find us yeah. on Patreon. I'm just gonna leave this here like blatant product placement on Post Wrestling's Airwaves. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> shout out to John Away. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Kings of Sport, we're in our 10th year of uh podcasting. Started with me, Marcus Vandenberg, and Redacted. Uh, then it was me and Marcus for a long time. And uh, once Marcus left, it was me and a rotating group of hosts. And now uh, Chris is officially the co-host here at the Kings of Sport podcast. And so it's uh, great to have him on board. Great to bring on a brother like Ray Williams on board. Uh, You know, you can cop this shirt sometime in the near future whenever we figure out the logistics of uh, marketing uh, and and merchandising and and setting up stores and all that stuff. Uh, Mm -hmm. But Kings of Sport, and I'll, I'll... Tip the camera back. I'm doing my own camera work. People do my own stuff mm-hmm. on these streets. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Kings of Sport podcast. You can find us uh, at kingsofsport.com. You can find us at uh, Podbean. Uh, you can find us on Stitcher, wherever you listen to your podcast. If you're listening to this in the future, you can find the Kings of Sport. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com backslash the Kings of Sport. $5. That's all, Andrew. $5. Get you in the door. In the door. Yes. Yeah. But if you want to pay more, we're not going to stop you. It's a free country. We're not going to stop you. You you, you grown-ass men and women out there, you can do what you want to do. You can spend your money how you want to. So uh, head over to Patreon, support the Kings of Sport, over 300 hours of audio and video, uh, wrestling, sports, politics, pop culture, MCU reviews, a lot of fun stuff over there. 
with a lot of your favorite people like Andrew and like Chris. Uh, the NWA podcast started on the post on the on the Kings of Sport Patreon. Uh, so check that out. I'm also on uh, the Lituation Room, which is a part of the Multiverse of Color. Uh, we we talk a lot about uh, superhero stuff and sci-fi stuff. So we we there, there's so many things to talk about. Guardians of the Galaxy three, the Flash movie that's actually a Batman movie because uh, WBD doesn't want to acknowledge their troubled star of the Flash movie, but that's not a here nor there. Hey, hey, I, about, I, yo. I'm about to say, say Nate real quick. That man Seth Rollins in the Marvel movie. Yes, Seth Rollins on these streets hey. in these Marvel checks, and uh, <laughs> I think I think they were saying Becky Lynch might be uh, headed to the MCU here pretty soon. For real. Yeah, that's at least that's the rumor. That's kind of the buzz going around. So yeah, man, I love it when these wrestlers make moves outside of the business because the more opportunities they have off of outside of this uh, business, then that just makes them that much more valuable inside of the business, and mm-hmm. they can be respected a little bit more. Uh, but yeah, for any of that superhero, sci-fi, geeky stuff, if you want to hear black people talking about that. Um, and get just geeking out about this stuff, head over to Multiverse of Color. Check that out, the Lituation Room. Uh, the other things I'll, I'll, I'll promote, uh, of course, back here, post-wrestling. Rocky Mind via Picture Show, y'all. Uh-oh. It's been gone for a minute, Andrew, but you never know when The Rock might pop up. You know what I mean? Some people predicted The Rock would pop up at WrestleMania. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't. But you never know. Some I, I the- never predicted The Rock. <laughs> I said I always <laughs> qualified it with if. <laughs> And that's still true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and the words of that man, uh, Jerry the King Lawler, if, if wishes were fishes, the world would be an ocean, my brother. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, man, post-wrestling, uh, they've been good to us. We've been good to them, man. Y'all shout out to that good brother, John Away, for sharing the platform, you know, because not a lot of people uh, are generous with their platforms, and John Away gave us an outlet uh, that we could talk with y'all live each and every month here on Post Wrestling and, and, and get feedback from y'all and, and have y'all join in the conversation. So that's cool. But everything else involving Nate, follow me on Twitter at in the number eight, M O Z A I K, at Nate Mosaic on Twitter. And fellas, we, we, we did it. That is the end of this month's edition of the Nubian Wrestling Advocates, the NWA podcast. We'll be back next month uh, for a fun episode where I'm sure. He he can't find a way to stay out of these NWA streets. We'll talking about sure. talk Phil Brooks somehow, some way. Talking about the Muffin Man next month, but uh, I about this, to say this this podcast right here, all about podcasts, was better was better than anything that CNN had with that Trump town hall bullshit. That that was a uh, quick yeah. I think that and I think that's why the AEW thing is important to them at the moment because that CNN thing, that t- the <laughs> town hall, it didn't get them the ratings that they wanted it to get them. They got them high ratings for that night and then their ratings have been tanking ever since then. So mm-hmm. um, WBD needs a hallelujah. Yes, Phil Brooks, this man, Phil Brooks, he's huge. He's, mm. he's, a, he's a big, big star. He eats many, many muffins, only the best muffins in the world, Andrew. <laughs> is, is, is that the Trump impression? I was, I was, I was trying to do a Trump. No, that was decent. I was trying to do a Trump. That was, that was I, right. give a, I give it a seven out of ten. Okay, I'll, I'll yeah. take it. I'll That's a nice rating right there. <laughs> That's nice. A little, uh, little generous. I, yeah, it was a little generous, but I, hey, hey, I'll take it. But uh, speaking of generous, going back to John Way, <laughs> follow everything here on Post Wrestling, man. Not only the NWA podcast, not just Rocky Mountain via Picture Show, but check out 
all of the programs over the multitude of platforms that Post provides the Post family. Shout out to Braden and Davey, uh, Rewind to Raw, Rewind to SmackDown, uh, uh, Rewind Away. Uh, I think they just dropped the new Rewind Away uh, recently with uh, Karen Peterson talking about uh, AJW, which was great. Uh, Postmarks, like Postmarks is on fire, yo. This man Brent Chittenden out here on this Postmarks, the latest episode of Postmarks. Peep that, uh, Brent Chittenden, friend of the program. So we the, the, Bush being Thompson in the archive. Yo, the Bush being Thompson archive. I, 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 I ain't going to say too much, but Bush being Thompson in the archives. The Bush being Thompson archives. Y'all, yeah, so that show was too good to last, Andrew. You was the first guest. I, you know, say I, I started it off. I, and and I, the, the raise, we had to start the raise off. Had the the raise. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, follow everything from, from Post and the people associated with Post. Good people doing good work. And uh, thank y'all for listening and watching. If you stayed up with us and watched live, we do this every month, y'all. So this this is how it is. We, we had this kind of fun every month. So uh, thank y'all for yeah. watching, and we're going to do it again next month. So for the youngest in charge, this man, Andrew Thompson, the chef on these streets. Four, Cancun Chris Ely. Nuggets and four. <laughs> Nuggets and four. Uh, ready to watch Get the up. Nuggets and Heat on Paramount Plus. <laughs> yeah. I am the Godfather Nate Milton. And remember, the revolution may not be televised, but it damn sure will be podcasted. <laughs> See y'all in June. Yo, it's Righteous Reg. It's a case for the safe, keep a space for the Nubians. Unfiltered, off-kilter, the professor, the godfather. Post-wrestle in the NWA, not oh, keep guessing, huh? The views and expressions, you know the rest, it's pop excellence, get the message. Advocates for Nubian wrestling, you're listening to the best again. Black wrestling in the ring, we invested in. Nubian kings and queens, we invested in. It's for the culture and we reppin' it. It's for the culture and we reppin' it.